You're listening to Crafting Cannabis with your hosts, Early Bird Auto Grows, Blackwater Grows, and Rooter Allister. Yep. Hey, y'all doing? We, uh, we have a guest with us today, y'all. We have the real green monster with us today. Super excited to have him here. Great fucking dude. Yeah, Great fucking dude. And, oh, wait, there it goes. Oh, I'm honored. Yeah, there it goes. It's just out of the way. It was. I, I every time I hit the button, it, it, it like would would sit there and think about it, think about it, think about it. I'm like, you know, fuck it. I'm not even gonna do it. <laughs> Get one of the fancy soundboards, man. So I guess we should uh, say uh, right yeah. now I am smoking on a keef ball, I call it. I put a little tiny bit of herb at the bottom and I fill the bowl with keef. It's quite an adventure. Nice. Yeah. Go Keith It's Bowl. uh Angry Gorilla Bud and Keith from uh Biff Beans. Oh Blackwater got some of those beans. I'm a big fan of the 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 shit, man. I mean it's all community tested. Like anything that they release is gonna be fire every fucking time, or it's just not gonna be released. That's yeah. what I love about it. That's exactly it, like, that's exactly what I love about it. You can't name one other breeder that has that kind of testing that like well, I don't know. Like the only one I can think of off the top of my head is like Rasta Jeff. He's pretty yeah. thorough about his testing. Sure. Um, but yeah. Shout out to Irie Genetics yeah. as well. But oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It, testing's a fucking it's a huge like thing that's just not done enough in, in our industry. There's so many people that are just chucking pollen. Look, making seeds is easy. Breeding is hard. And and, yeah. and that's where I come no, from. No. You know, like I, I that's the way I see it. So yeah, you, you gotta put in the work, man. Gotta put in the work. What like anything else. What would you recommend for somebody who wants to get their own smoke tester that they grew? Like, is there a, is there a good company or one that comes to mind, like to send in for that kind of thing? That's tough because it's of the the, the like federal legalization thing. Like, you can't send across state lines and and all that. Sure. Like, um, I I want to say it's like Valverde or something like that. There's a there's a couple of places up here in Massachusetts where I've used to have products tested, but you have to go through like different channels because if you're not like corporate cannabis, they don't even want it. There, wow. I know that there's 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 avenues to get it tested. I've just never really bothered too much. Right on. So probably just, I'm a, look in I don't really industry. believe the numbers I see anyway half the fucking time. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, they're, they're like they're like 38 percent THC. We promise. Yeah, like, like yeah, yeah, come on, all right. <laughs> give me a fucking break. The only thing I really care about with those is like the terpene profile. Like that's what I want to yeah. know. Hell yeah, I mean, yeah. I smoke shit cool. at like fifteen percent that gets me ripped. You know, so it's like I don't know. That's the way I see it. Yep. Yep. Same thing here. Actually, uh, I was right. just telling the guys had some like what you would call mids the other day, just totally mm. ripped and like really nice sativa buzz too, really amped, like ready to do stuff. And it was mm. just, you know, smelled a little bit grassy and came from a buddy of mine, but it was great. Yeah. Man, at the end of the day, most of this shit we're all growing will get you high. You know, it's about exactly. what you yeah. <laughs> terpene, terpene profile, you know, flavor effect um i'm not like one of those ones that are like oh is this an indica or sativa when somebody passes me a joint i'm like man that fucking tastes good i don't give a shit if it's indica or sativa exactly or, or whatnot True. because i f- i feel like people are way too dependent on those on those two classifications of cannabis um it's the terpene yep. profiles you know that like 
the old stereotype with like indico make you sleepy a sativa will make you wired is somewhat true but it's like not because they're indica and sativa it's basically the terpene profiles that one indica might have or one sativa might have and they can go both ways you know so mm, yeah it's an entourage I effect agree. man there's so many fucking cannabinoids we have no clue about um but it's true it's not that's just THC, what... cbd cbn like the ones that people think about there's so many other so many other cannabinoids that none of us have complex about. complex yeah. as hell yeah it really is it's amazing it's amazing that we know as much as we do at this point <laughs> Dude, without federal legalization yeah, yeah it's exactly it's it's there's a lot to know i mean fuck mm-hmm. what about you what are you guys smoking on tonight I got this. Well, I'll tell you what, I've got. Oh, you got mango <laughs> smile going. Ah, yeah. I still haven't tried that. I'm so anxious to get a hold dude, of some of this. Delicious, man. Mango? I love this shit. It's my favorite smoking weed I've Earl, you're smoking the, you're smoking the mango? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, that's one of the most unique terpene profiles of any cannabis cannabis strain I've ever smoked. Auto photo, I don't give a fuck. Shit, dude, super I love greasy. it, man. It presses well. The ones I grew were fucking monsters, like huge plants. So, yeah, I was very happy with that. I was lucky enough to be a tester for that strain, and uh, I was very happy with it. It's very so good. It's, it. it's the the favorite weed I've grown so far. I just can't you won't find anything it. like it. At least I haven't. I've smoked a lot of different fucking strains, and I've never <laughs> tried. And it tastes like I'm not saying it's like the best weed I've ever had. I'm just saying it's the most unique. Like there's mm-hmm. yeah. Rotten mango funk is just fucking off the chain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it, dude. Like McDonald's. I'd like to, yeah. I'd like to find out what <laughs> like McDonald's. <laughs> like if there's a photo in that lineage, what it is. I, I'd be curious because I had some uh, mango mango beach or mango beach air, however they pronounce it, at a, from a mm. dispensary in California once, and that's a land race from Colombia. And it was it was like mangoes, like a little bit funky mangoes. It was real nice, um, but I, I'd be curious. Yeah. In Mango Smile, like what up the up the lineage? If there's that mango well, photo, if I there. remember correctly, that whole release, uh, the Super Orange Haze, the Pink Panama, those were all like sativa leaning, um, you know, autoflowers. So I'm not quite sure. I'm terrible with like lineage. Like if you like my favorite strain, Slurricane. I know it's Purple Punch and Dosey Dough. Like, but like other than that, I, I'm terrible with like remembering lineage of, of <laughs> yeah uh, cannabis strains. Well, there's um, so many. I got a buddy of mine, Hank, that that's pretty good with it. But yeah, I, it's, you can't keep up these days. Like, no, no, no. Especially no, way too much stuff going on. When stuff is labeled with like the 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 parents and the grandparents, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like X times Y, times, you know, Z times B times like in parentheses like fucking <laughs> algorithm on the pack <laughs> you gotta do algebra just to figure it out who the daddy is <laughs> who's your daddy <laughs> speaking yeah. of slurricane yeah. i got these uh the slur cuts that you guys sent. oh out. nice you got them sweet hell yeah blackwater you get yours yet so so after we talked earlier today, I uh, I went ahead and I called the post office again just to see, you know, like, all right, w- what's going on now? Because yesterday got, I went to the wrong place. We got your beans, like, sir. Come on down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so I, I called and they said, oh, yeah, no, it still hasn't updated. That means it's probably uh, on the mail boat today, heading back to the mainland. I said, oh, okay, great. Isn't that amazing? I mean, out of all the things to, like, completely go to, a, a like, literally an island, 
That's, that's, you have to go to boat to get to. That's where your beans went. Like, what are the if chances? You don't it, get those fucking seeds. I'm going to be so pissed. Like, dude, I know. And it's like, it's like, it all comes down to this one package finally getting to my door. And where does it fucking go? It goes to, I'm not going to say where it is because that'll really dox where we're at. But like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, amazing. Like, for those who don't know, Blackwater won a giveaway of ours. Well, I think the first yeah. one, actually. Yeah, it did. And, it uh, was. Dude never got his beans. I I it, <laughs> I feel bad because I didn't pay for tracking. I just shipped it the cheapest way possible. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And yeah. never got them. So this time I'm like, you know what? I ain't letting that fucking happen to me this time. I paid for tracking, <laughs> made sure that like it was legit. You know what I mean? And fucking, it's like everybody's gotten their beans that are in that part of the country except for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like, are you serious right now? Like, what are the, my chances? What are the chances of that happening? I mean, I've never had a package accidentally make it on to that truck, make it onto that boat and make it like, I've never had this happen. No one I know has even had this happen before. This isn't a common occurrence. This is a unicorn situation. And, and it happened to <laughs> exactly. And it just happened to be those beans. I'm like, good fucking God. I'm just not meant to have anything monster sends. That's what it amounts to. Dude, you're not gonna lie. I'm terrible about getting shit out to the post office. So uh, yeah. my, my, my wife like stepped up to the plate. I'm like, honey, I'm my, I'm fucking buried. You need, I need your help. Yeah, um, yeah, I gave her the beans. It was her idea to put those things, like those little vials. It was all her. It's beautiful. Awesome. I've seen the pictures look beautiful. They really do. Yeah, I hope you get them, man. I really. I do. Now, I've got my fingers crossed because I mean, here's the deal. She told me straight up on the phone. She's like, she's like, it's going to be scanned every time it leaves a spot. Well, okay, so you're telling me it's still on the island then, not coming back. It's still over there if it hasn't been scanned again. So I'm not as. Look. That doesn't look very good coming from, from my point of view. <laughs> so, I used to run an eBay business, and I can tell you yeah. that that's 100% bullshit as far as yeah. them scanning at every stop. Yeah. They'll skip a stop if they don't. It's like yeah. those guys have zero fucks to give. They, they just, you know, <laughs> yeah. there's so much shit to fucking mail. And it's it's impossible to keep up with it all. But, you know, all the shit I talk about the post office, if I had to get a package mailed to me or I'm shipping something, I'll pick them 100% of the time because they're way quicker than UPS or USPS or uh, FedEx. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're definitely more reliable. So, but yeah, yeah. It, it sucks is what it is. Yeah, it is. But hey, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I'll let you yeah, know. Please do. Make it, man. Send that message at like two o'clock in the morning. Uh, yeah. The moment it's in my hand, you're going to be getting a text. Don't worry. All right. All right good. Tell me. <laughs> Tell me about this strain that's still out on the stagecoach. It's uh, Slurricunts. What a, what a, yeah, so, <laughs> what a, what's cool uh, about it? Stagecoach. Isn't it Mass Nuggets? Well, it's Slurricane crossed with Space Runs. And, cool. and mass, mass Nuggets, me and him had a couple of grows together, and we grew the Slurricane uh, of, like, it's a, it's a cut that I've had for a while. I, I absolutely love it. He loves cool. it. He's like, dude, I... It, the thing about it is it just doesn't yield the best. It's just not the best yielder. So he his goal was to try to make something that yields better, and he succeeded. Um, there's a couple of different phenos. Um, the one I like the best is actually like big, chunky buds. It's a little bit on the greener side, um, but the terpene profile reminds me of Slurricane 100%. Um, they're all good. There's like, like I said, two or three different phenos you get. One is a lighter purple. One is more of a darker purple. And they're all kind of special in, in their own rights. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, I got a chance to smoke some of it, and I'm like, you know what? Uh, I, I really wanted to do something for the, the Patreon supporters. We have an excellent, like, fan base. It's 
it really like corny as it sounds it warms my heart man it's awesome the support we get right um, from the whole community so i really wanted to do something for for the patreon supporters so um yeah it's all awesome, agreed to, to, to hook us up with the beans and i just you know i had to pay to ship them out but that's the least i can do for you guys so it was yeah. worth it and uh yeah i hope i want to see what you guys do with it man uh, i think there was one kid on i don't want to say his name because i don't know if he wants to be shouted out or not but he's gonna try breeding with it uh oh, shit. Cool. yeah hell yeah might as well try it out shit i mean that's my thing i think all of us here well we know rudy he's He's getting the hang of it. He is, man. I can't wait to be able to try it. I, I can't yeah, I've wait. Yeah, I'm listening, to try man. I, I hear you got some. Yeah. You've been, you made some seeds. Well, yeah, well, I'm getting tell into it. Tell me a little it. bit more. Um, so I had a, a forge uh, regs from Gnome Automatics, and I uh, mm-hmm. got a mail from that going. A friend of mine helped me do that uh, in his basement because the first time I was just setting up for the season, I was really nervous about pollen. I didn't know anything about it, so I was like, "Will you do this?" And uh. So that was cool. So I got some pollen from that and then read up on how to collect it, kept that in the freezer. And I crossed that with a cosmic apprentice from night owl and just like mm. spot pollinated a branch, like with the paintbrush kind of thing, turned all the fans off and yeah. all that. Yeah. And I got, I got it close to 200 seeds from that. So that was great. So that gave me enough to like play with. And when I sprouted, Have you some, grown it out yet? I am right now. Um, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. I'm scolding. Oh, you're from good. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I, I, Actually, like half of them died off, the ones that I sprouted. So that got me thinking about, they all had the same conditions. So I wonder if maybe that was weak pollen from this male because it was kind of a scraggly male. So I'm like, I'm fortunate that I got some seeds that came up healthy in those. I got my count right now of uh, uh, Michigan, we get 12. So I got I got 12 females that are coming up right now that look okay. So um, yeah, I'm excited. They're kind of a thin leaf, which is what I was shooting for. Uh, mm-hmm. the for. The forage uh gnome says that that's was made more for yield and kind of density which it was i grew that out too and that had kind of dense buds on it so i was hoping that and the the kind of energetic buzz from cosmic apprentice would mix well so we'll see plus the flavor from cosmic apprentice is yeah which is i cannot put my finger i can't i've been trying to put my finger on that yeah and i've got like there's lemon and pine for sure but then there's like nutmeg and lavender and like chocolate and there's all sorts of weird stuff mixed in there yeah that's quite descriptive i'm terrible at describing flavors <laughs> and, and take, like i've grown so much i'd be able to like just tell you nah i'm i'm terrible with that shit honestly i'm fucking <laughs> terrible with it but well i um, sat with a buddy of mine and we like smoke tested and sat there and tried to like you know, roll it around and smell it and see what would come up and every once in a while like chocolate was hitting me and then there was a holiday thing that i couldn't put my finger on and then it was like nutmeg so mm. just played around with that for a little bit. But yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see the uh, one. I did make a connection with Ross. So Jeff said, when you're picking males, you should pick one that smells like vomit on a stem rub, that that, <laughs> that, that will pass down the terpenes more or something to the, to the seed. So I did actually find one that has this. I smelled it. I don't know if it was really like vomit, but it kind of made me pull back a Off little putting, bit. And, yeah. yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that for my male. Isn't yep. it funny the shit we look for in cannabis? Like, <laughs> like yeah. this pure Michigan, when I burn it in the air, it kind of smells like baby puke, right? It's weird. Like, oh. that's the smell I get from it. And my, even my, like, um, like I smoke around the house. I try not to smoke too much, like, when my kids are around, but I'll smoke around the house. And, like, my wife usually doesn't say anything. When I burn the pure Michigan for the first time, she's like, what is that smell? Like, it just smells weird. <laughs> but it's like, it's not even like just baby puke. It's like baby puke with like potpourri. It's like a weird <laughs> odor that it leaves. It's like kind of an old school vibe it gives me, but yeah. Wow. I mean, dude, can't.
bizarre like yeah. you know, meat turps we were talking about on the show like so <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's unreal so but many. i mean that that's why i like it man like very rarely like if it has a strong flavor very rarely will i be like i don't like that it's like as long yeah. as it has like a good flavor like strong where i can taste it like i i, I dig it you know so yeah yeah i'm not like a i don't really have like a favorite type of smoke i like them all man like women mm-hmm. <laughs> i know that's right <laughs> i will say man on that on the weird like unexpected side of things i had i grew out some gem j-e-m from gnome automatics because i had got yeah. some of those regs last year and uh it's in the jar every time i burp this jar it smells exactly like lavender and there's no other like thing mixed in there's no different terps it's just like if you took a sprig of lavender and shoved it in your nose it's the most Does that transfer thing. over to the smoke like when you when you smoke it a little bit, yeah. But what I noticed about the smoke on term, we were talking about the weird effects. Like it actually acts energetic for the first half hour, forty-five minutes, maybe, and then it does this creeper thing where you start to kind of come down and you get more of the physical aspect coming on. But that made me think, like, I don't really hear people use the word creeper much anymore. Did you notice that? No. At least online, like, where did that? You come don't hear from? it. They used to be like, "This is a creeper, man." You know. We bring it back, man. Got to bring it That's back. That's an old school term. Like if you talk to people that were born in like 2000 and above, they just most of them just haven't heard that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I'm 40. I'll be 41 in a couple of months, and yeah, that's like an old school thing. Yeah. No, okay. Definitely. I, is. I, like I don't hear it often at all anymore. I don't even think nobody knows what it is. Like, <laughs> I too many. Actually, the slur is kind of like that. Now that I think about it, like you smoke it and you're high, and then all of a sudden you're like really high, like. <laughs> um, but yeah, yep. It's it just it's definitely not a term. Many people. Yeah, know. no, they they hear these kids nowadays, man. They they hear creeper and they're like, "You talking about Minecraft?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, everything's like. If you ask people, everything's like gas or fucking this or that. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's all they care about. We should try to bring it back. There was a strain in Ohio. I lived in Ohio for a little while and there was a strain there called black mountain creeper. And that's what it, it did just what it sounds like. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, sort of ominous and heavy. And then you just get paranoid and fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I go hand in hand. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm uh I'm smoking on some anvil. Uh, I know we all we're all talking about gnome shit today, but uh, no, I, I I just came down and it's I'm gonna tell you what you know I know everyone's got an opinion, but I mean this is a solid smoke. Like it's a very like if I were to try to describe this, it's I'd say and it's not even done curing yet. I'd say it's probably like a, I don't know. It reminds me of like a clove, like a, almost like a coffee and cloves kind of flavor is what i get off of it i don't know what you did rudy when you you had yours but uh erase like erasers and burnt rubber a little bit oh so you got the rubber <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. i was getting a rubbery smell right when she was drying i was starting to get a little bit of a rubbery smell coming from her so i'm wondering yep and but i, I mean it's still that. curing so and feet like sauerkraut rubber cam nice yeah yeah feet, feet and sauerkraut that was a part yeah it was, yeah, it was like a footy kind of smell yeah 
Hell yeah. You're, you're pretty good at describing these serpents. Yeah, he pretty. is. He's really good. It's like, this one smells very... like a, a nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, man. Oh, oh shit. You guys are fucking funny. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, no, so... This week, uh, no, wait, did everybody say what they were smoking on? Rudy, what are you smoking on, dude? Uh, just uh, blueberry right now, old school photo period blueberry. Nice. Where did you get that from? Yeah, just uh, from a friend, from a friend who, who has okay. that for himself and uh, is really grumpy about giving up clones. So <laughs> I was able to get some <laughs> to smoke. Yep. He's really grumpy about giving up clothes. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So you got yeah. <laughs> well, is he like, oh, is he a caregiver? Yeah. 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 So yeah. I can't. Yeah. That's, like that's yeah. a dude's yeah. bread and butter. Why would he yep. want to give it up? Yep. Yeah. And, the whole and, term caregiver is is so new to me. Still, I don't. Yeah. We don't. I don't. Did we ever get? We still don't a, have anything technically wrote down for that yet. Narc. Here we're, in Mass, still working we on have shit. like very similar cannabis laws to Michigan. Yeah. Um, we have a twelve plant count. Uh, anything over is like a civil offense you know under 99 you're, you're good type of thing <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah a little bit of leeway um, there I, it's, yeah, a little I bit wish, yeah I, I, it is it, dude but like i feel like they were like throwing darts at a fucking board to pick out some of the rules like for instance they i can grow 12 plants but i can only possess 10 ounces now if you grew 12 plants and only grew 10 ounces of weed should stop fucking growing weed. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, yeah. you can only you can only give an ounce away to your friends like one per month or something like that. Like I, I don't even know. Like the laws are fucking re- like just ridiculous. But um, yeah. I, I you know some people are hearing this like you ungrateful motherfucker. I can't even grow in my state. So I, I you know right. <laughs> yeah. So I I at the end of the day like when you look at the grand scheme of things, yeah, I'm fucking blessed that we get to grow here. So I feel really fortunate with that, that too. You know? Yeah. 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 The caregiving is the caregiving is definitely a thing around here. There's like a a whole cadre of old school people who have been caregivers before they let you do that, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. who have been caring for cancer patients and everybody outside the medical system. I mean, that's a thing that's just been going on for a while. And I think it goes on everywhere. So, yeah, caregivers. Caregiver program in Michigan is a lot stronger than it is in mass because the bureaucracy here is just way worse. There's way more Mm -hmm. corruption. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of bullshit, but that's was... another fucking podcast altogether. <laughs> I think it's less. I think it's less strong now than it was uh, now since Rec came about, and before that, when it was mm-hmm. medical, that was where everybody yeah, that, went. That makes sense, dude. It makes sense. But yeah, it's still uh, it's still cool. Like caregivers have a different level because they're caring for patients mostly. I mean, a lot of people got just a car. I'm a caregiver, so I can grow, you know. But there's there's a handful that are literally, you know making it their job to care for patients. They're taking notes. They're treating things with it. And uh, those people are hardcore, fun to talk to, you know, really know like what oh, yeah. do. Yeah. You know, they make this and then they make this and they make that. And they're like, okay, well, this is going to fix that. Like they actually take the time to figure, you know, okay, this is what will work for you and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool, man. I, I hope, I hope Virginia ends up having some type of solid in the books, like caregiver situation. Cause right, right now it's, it's still up in the air. You're still four, and you can legally grow. Uh, yeah, yeah. But you, you can, can grow any, four. Yeah, you can okay. legally grow four now. Um, but the thing is, I think I think the way it is right now is it is it. Now I just found this out the other day for sure. I want to say it's it's a similar situation as long as you're not over a hundred. 
the fine is only going to be so much, basically, from what I understand. Yeah, but like at the end of the day, if you're growing twenty and they can yeah. prove you're you're distributing it, yeah, then yeah, you're fucked. But, then, then you're yeah. fucked there. So like it's like I said, they definitely need some type of caregiver or something, and they're supposed to be look re, looking at everything again. I just hope it's not in like a, a worse way type thing. You know, I hope it's they're actually taking a look at, look at it critically and and try to make some type of decision. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Not going to the dispensary prices out there. <laughs> That's the other thing. Well, I don't know. I don't know about Rudy, but I, we we don't even. I mean, that's not even an option for for where we're at. No, really, there's no dispos. I mean, it's not a bad thing because they suck anyway. I'm just curious. Like, I now, like to across, see the, the market and, and other. Now across the line uh, in in the state right above us, like it's like there. 30 minutes away. Yeah, it, it, they're what are they like? Is it? I want to say it's like. Is it sixty dollars for an eight? Yeah, that's so here you. I want to say that's what it is, but there are places uh, around here where you can walk out of the door like 40 and eighth, even with taxes, but the quality is not that great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, Michigan 60 and eighth for like, for like decent, decent weed. Mm-hmm. Michigan dispos are starting to be a little bit like California. Like there's a wide range. You can go, you can get a half ounce of, of, uh, of shake, what they like to call pre-ground, but it's just shake. Some of it is pre-ground, but you can get a half ounce of that for, <laughs> like 60 bucks, you know, like it comes in a tin. Uh, and there's like and a wide range for of products. Like on a budget. You know? Yeah, absolutely. There's, there is some decent stuff like that. You can get a, a, a gram of RSO for 25 bucks, uh, in some dispos and like, so, but yeah, to get top shelf flour, you're looking at, you know, 200 plus an ounce, probably like 60 and eighth, like that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 What about like yeah. some gray market prices out there? Little bit less than that, but probably this, you know, similar. Yep. Yeah. 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 I actually, I like to get a feel for the market. Always curious. It's one of those. Yeah. You remember High Times Magazine? Mm-hmm. At yeah. The back, they would have that section of like, and they would have every state and like cities within <laughs> that state of price, of mm-hmm. for like report pricing. I always look at that. It just fascinates me for some reason. I don't know. Just the to see there. what, just to see how the regions and everything, how, yeah, how it all yeah, works. Like, it dude, is pretty wild. Like, what, dude? I, yeah. How much are they paying in Florida, dude? We got to take a trip to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right. We can fill the car for the weed. Let's go. Gonna be rich. Dude, I, like I used to try to, I used to try to make Chef Ra's recipes out of high times. And just never oh, yeah. like got quite to how they were described. But yeah, the gumbo did that like medicated gumbo sometimes. That was fun. Yeah, high times was great. Funny. They were great. Dude, the crazy that total. <laughs> I'm gonna ramble for a second, but that reminds me yeah. of in high times. I saw a picture of this smoking device that won something at the cannabis cup, and uh, but it was it was a glass encased model of the London Bridge like a small scale model, like imagine a nice ornate oak table with a glass case over like a dome over the top and inside it's the London Bridge. And on the side of the table, there's these drawers that you pull out and there's all like the implements and there's a bowl. You pack the bowl and close the drawer and then like fire the thing and the smoke comes out from under the bridge <laughs> inside the model. And then there's like hookah hoses coming off. So <laughs> whatever I think high times, I just remember that cool. one thing that I saw, yeah. It's creative as fuck. It's fun to see something like that. I feel like people don't have the time yeah, right. to do that kind of shit anymore. I haven't looked at one of those in a long time. I mean, they, they're still coming out, right? I mean, those, that's still yeah. a... Yeah, that's I think still, it's probably yeah. a little more uh, glossy and like lame now these days. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. They're just, they have dispensaries in California and they kind of they suck. Yeah. Do they really? They have yeah, their own dispos? There's a high times line of dispos, yeah. 
shit. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, their, their magazine has gone to shit. Like every now and then, if I see it, like uh, in a convenience store or something, and like I might pick it up just to kind of skim through it. But um, yeah, I used to have a fucking subscription back in the day, and would come mailed in the house, and my father would be like, "Yo, okay, what the hell's this?" You know, because he opened it up. <laughs> Like, you know what that shit is, Dad. My old man gets high. Like fucking, don't play dumb with. It. <laughs> yeah, my dad still has a bunch of his old High Times magazines. He's got like a milk. Those crate are probably collectors' items magazines. now, man. They might be. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Those are so like there are people who pay good money for those if they're in, in good condition. You see them on eBay and shit. Classics, just like Playboy. It's crazy. Man. Look, yeah, yeah people, that's another thing. People want fucking the weirdest shit, you know. Um Everything's worth something to somebody. It's saying I, mm-hmm. I go by. So. That's true. Spe- speaking of the generational thing, I wonder how many kids are around. I say kids like twenties and shit, who are like weed heads who've never seen Cheech and Chong. There's got to be a few. <laughs> oh yeah, and be like, what the fuck is this? Dude, this this generation right now that's happening right now, like the ones I'd say that are like from I don't know let's just say 15 to well obviously anything lower than that but like the the kids that are like in their 20s early 20s right now they have no interest in movies i mean there's a shitload of things like differences in just that one little generation gap like that just that Mm -hmm. little bit i mean it's nuts man i i'm learning new shit all the time that i just did not know like they're just they can't have social social conversations like this they this is not even something they can do is what My I've son's noticed. 13 years old. He doesn't even watch television. He watches yeah. like uh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, YouTube is yeah. TV to them. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yep. Um, so, yeah, like I, I've tried taking him to movies and stuff, and you can tell like after 45 minutes, he's like, dude, I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's like it's, <laughs> it's, it's I think what it is is it, too long. They're, yeah. they're, unable, they're unable to sit down and like they can't. They, nothing can have their attention for more than a certain amount of time. Like that's really that's what, what it is. is. And their brains have programmed that shit into their heads at such a young age that it's just, I mean, I don't see movies it, it, like in the near future. I mean, they might not even like what's going to happen if no one's actually watching the movies. You well, know what I mean? I, I mean, think that there are still a lot of people consuming them like at home oh, yeah. and stuff like that. But I, I can, I could foresee that maybe like not in our lifetime, but like, yeah, yeah like more, we already are moving to um, more of that format. Like, they, I feel like there was this service. I forget. I don't even know how long it lasted. But they, their whole gig was like short fucking blips of content. I, it was, I think it was like an mm-hmm. NBC product. I could be wrong. And, um, and wasn't it? No, but that's, oh. yeah, that's another one. Like, um, there, I mean, I probably watch more YouTube than regular TV. I mean, I'm a sports junkie, so like, I'll watch like, you know, sports but other than that i don't watch a, a whole lot of tv it just there's nothing nothing that fascinating to me i mean yeah. there's a few series i've watched and like yeah. i'll get into but exactly you know. and and that's the main thing like me like series like I, i've got certain series that i like to keep up with you know stuff that interests me like that but like as far as just turning the tv on i mean i don't we don't we don't just watch tv you know just it, we have shows that we watch we got our shows mm-hmm. and that's that's how we do things yeah. that, like, you know, the days just of, like flipping through channels like yeah <laughs> i have youtube yeah. tv so you can't even flip through channels anymore you have to like yeah like, like early yeah, early yeah. bird tell tell them about your daughter i mean that 
what did she say the other day to, or she said to you about uh, uh turn such and such on you're like it's not on right now she's like uh, what yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it's not, she, she wanted to watch bluey or something i was like it's not on tv right now she's like what do you mean it's not on tv like it's yeah, always on tv no it's not yeah. on right now i remember that was a problem for my son when he was young he's like i want to watch this and i'm like luckily some <laughs> asshole uploaded to youtube and hasn't been found out for copyright yet so here's <laughs> yeah. thomas the train you know what i mean or whatever the fuck you wanted to watch <laughs> um yeah i read of that problem as well dude that brings back memories how old's your daughter uh she's four yeah that's like <laughs> that's the perfect like age where like they understand enough to be like demanding but they don't quite grasp like the reality of things like you know what i mean like <laughs> yep. my son when he was younger when he was that age like he'd be like oh i want to buy this I'm like i don't really have the money for that right now he's like just go to the bank <laughs> like i can just go to the bank and there's like a, you know <laughs> like it's just go to the bank when you no problem they give people you know, money, money every day right <laughs> go to the bank they got plenty of money you know <laughs> like, i will you know to be that young again man to just be yep. so fucking careless those are the days. Yeah. I don't care what anyone yeah. says. When you didn't have any responsibilities, the only thing you gave a shit about is whether or not your mom would give you that fucking snack. Or you can watch <laughs> fucking Scooby-Doo yeah. on TV because, you know, your dad wasn't hogging the TV. Like, shit yeah. like that, man. Those, those are the, those are the days, man. Those are the days. <laughs> oh, Lordy. But look, um, so while we got you here, I'm, I'm, this, is, this is the main topic that I really, 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 really want to cover. And... You you heard last week's episode about my water problems. Trying to figure out. Wait a minute, what kind of problems? <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> hey hey, uh, what is that nutrient line that we use? What is that called? Athena. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Athena. Athena. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was, I was, good. I was waiting we, for him to make fun of me. We, I've been thinking about it all. We day. don't pronounce our R's here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like uh, it's fucking terrible. So, but yeah, no. um, like, like <laughs> we just say like water, like you, like water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, No, I get it. I get it. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah dude. Uh, Blackwater, you don't say Tuesday, do you? Like, like Baltimore. Tuesday. No, Tuesday? you know, I actually don't say that. Um. Just you know, I guess there's some people who do, um, but no, I just I, I got a buddy who's originally from, he's originally from Jersey. He moved here at a young age. He says Tuesday, Wednesday, all that stuff. And I, every time he says it, I'm like, every time he says it, I'm like, that must be a Jersey thing. I'm I like, think what, Baltimore. What is that? What yeah. is that? Baltimore. Yeah, is that where it's yeah. from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't say it that way. I know there's some people around here who do. Um, there are some funny accents around here, like because you got a lot of people from up north. They come down, and then they're here for a while, and they raise their kids, and then those kids have like a cross accent. It's weird. You and, almost sound we a little bit like you're from Tennessee. Like you have a hybrid Ten- accent. Like <laughs> hybrid. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't well, you, you know, like Tennessean almost. So I don't know. Do you want? This is the real I'm story. Like a bad thing. No, 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 you're good. So the real story is, you know, we're on a peninsula, right? So every single, you know, it, you've got little small fishing towns, basically, all the way around. And everyone, all these little towns have their own little dialects. And then, like, yeah. that intertwines in such a way. And depending on what your fucking teacher was in school, yeah, in your English class, that might change the way you... You know what I mean? Or your parents, your parents, you yeah. know, that might cross with the English teacher's accent. And when you're learning words and shit, it all comes together. It's funny, man. It's another thing that's kind of always fascinating <laughs> me is accents. Like, it's the same thing here yeah. in Massachusetts. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. You can tell that person's from Massachusetts, but we don't all sound the same. Some of us have different accents, like more hardcore than others. Um, so yeah, but yeah. All right. So to the water thing. Cause yep. Yeah. Like, so hey, anyway, guys, you, let me preface this. <laughs> let me, let me preface this. So anyone who's just listening to this episode and didn't listen to the last one, they basically the water situation that I got, uh, my EC, it's so hard that I'm, I'm trying to figure out basically if the EC that the water already has in it, how much of that is actually going to affect the amount of nutrients that I add to it, trying to get to a certain number based on the nutrient chart. So basically if I want to feed it 3.0, you know, and my water's already hard and I feed it at the exact amount of grams per gallon to get to that 3.0 according to the chart. And my readings always come out way higher unless I run an RO system and keep up with this filter that I got to change. There's one last stage to the filter that I got to change like every 30 gallons. And it's like $20 every time I do that. So it's like, it's not feasible. So I got to come up with it. So two things, and one thing I actually, this didn't come to mind until just now. Mm -hmm. When you're using a digital scale weighing on nutrients, um, you'll notice one thing, and it's a fatal flaw with just about every single one I've used. Let's say you have your cup, like you tear it out, right? Zero. And you, as you're adding shit, it's, the number's rising, right? But I guarantee you, next time you do that, right? To fill up your shit, right? Like just the way you, you've been doing it, and then take that cup off. I can almost guarantee you that it won't be zero. It like fucks it up somehow. Um, I don't think that's your issue because it's not by much. Like I'm, it yeah. might be a gram, but it just it, it always. They never seem to like calculate that way, not correctly, unless you yeah. use like a top of the line scale. That's just what I found. So I take, I'll tear off my cup zero it out and then take the cup off and pour it in check it take it off you know add more check it um with that being said what's your ec or ppm of your your tap water so it right out right out of the sink uh the well water is uh what is it between i'd say between 400 sometimes it's 300 sometimes it's 600 it's in between there somewhere I'd say okay, if I were three, to guess, I'd say at least 400 is what I would estimate like constant. Okay. Okay. That's, that's really not that bad. Um, yeah. I've seen people do deal with far worse water than that. Really? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So uh, generally speaking, it, it's not that bad. Um, I heard you guys talking a lot about water filtration and I think Rudy mentioned that like I use just like a carbon filter, right? Uh, Boogie blue RV filter. Yeah. Yep. That's all yep. you need, brother. That's literally like really? you can you can double stage them if you want, um, and like I'm not trying to shit on your purchase because I know you'll no. you'll like people no, no, get no. mad about spending money, but those RO buddies are fucking terrible. Really? Um, they they yeah they have great customer service, but yeah. I bought one. Um, the thing about them is they're easy, right? Like most ROs, you have to change the cartridges. The ROs they just give you like the whole thing. I mean the RO buddy, they just give you like the whole thing, and you just replace that. It's yeah. a lot easier. Than like unscrewing something and putting an actual cartridge filter in there or whatever, and then uh, Rudy or Early Bird had mentioned that um, it, another thing you can do to help your RO if you really want to use it is run it through a pre-filter, like one of those Boogie Blues um, or something like that. So before your R before your RO, it's pre-filtered. That's how pre-filtered. I used to run RO, but then I I got away from RO about two years ago, and I. I use the systems, but I disconnect the last stage, the RO yeah. itself and, and mm-hmm. the and the DI, because you, like an RO, even the RO buddy is perfect for you. 
I'm just telling you, like, don't buy any more of those cartridges. It's like okay. a disposable reverse osmosis system, basically, right? Yeah. Because exactly there's right. no there's no parts that you keep to it, and that's the that's the convenient part about it. But their 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 wastewater is really high. Like a good RO filter has cut down on waste significantly. Yeah, it's there's like five gallons. Here. It's like five gallons for one gallon of water, dude. It's bad. Wow, really? Bad. Yeah. yeah, it's dude, bad. Let me it's tell bad. you right now, two to one is terrible. Like a 50% rejection rate is terrible, and that's like the industry standard. Yeah. Generally speaking, they've come a long way. There's things you can do to mitigate that, right? Like even with a cheap system like that, you can actually take the wastewater line and run that through a second RO filter. Oh. Um, and then that RO filter will still have waste right but it has less because you're filtering that waste into like it's a dual stage ro that's how a lot of them work they call them water savers now there's a caveat to that you have to have enough pressure to get that water through because if you don't you'll actually you'll ruin your ro filter Um, they need a certain amount of pressure and you won't get the the right filtration they make booster pumps they're like a hundred dollars that'll get you there if if you if you don't have enough pressure um, but yeah. for anybody listening out there, and these guys don't pay me at all, if you really want an RO system, there's only one company to buy it from, in my opinion. Not Hydrologic. Those are cool, and they work fine, but they're they're not worth the money, in my opinion. Bulk Reef Supply. They make RO systems for fish tanks. Great customer yeah. service. You have a lifetime warranty on the system you buy from them. Um like I said, they don't pay me. I have no coupon code or nothing to share for And that you. is, you say it's, it's. what was that again? Say it one more time. Uh, let me just make sure I have it right. I'm going to look at yeah, it. I think I, it's bulk, bulk Reef Supply. Bulk, bulk Reef, reef Supply. Okay. So, yeah, so so if they can, yeah. yeah, so if you're doing that for saltwater tanks and whatnot, shoot, yeah, you can, they, be, they best be pretty good quality. Yeah, damn right. Yeah, they have out. a bunch of different options to choose from. Like a, a really good system will run you probably 250, 300 bucks. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, like, that's not with terrible. my situation, I don't mind no. spending. Yeah, I don't mind spending a few hundred dollars if I know I'm going to get consistent results and I don't have to stress about it. Because that's my thing. Mm-hmm. Is I've I've been trying so much shit just to make sure well, that it's my needs. Because you want to match that number to the chart, yeah. right? And let me just yeah, say, it doesn't it, it doesn't fucking matter. It, it never it really doesn't. Like I ain't just saying that it does not matter. Um, like weigh out your grams per gallon as long as you have that correct. Don't worry yeah. about the NDC, and especially like if the plants are happy. They're the boss. Yeah. If if they're fine, then 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 that's cool. If you start seeing tip burn, then just back it off a little bit. Yeah. And here's you how know, I back yeah. it off. Here's an easy way to do it. Instead of like, oh, like now I need to do like different math because I want to go a little bit lighter. The easy way to do it, let's say you have a 30 gallon res, right? And you're mixing to the heavy chart. Well, now mix like act like you have like a 25 gallon res and mix the heavy chart. You see what I'm saying? So that the grams yeah. per gallon stay the same and it's easier for you to be a little bit more consider that's how I do it. Like so yeah. like right right now I have a sixty gallon res. I'm actually giving it like seventy gallons worth of newts in the heavy because the plants are just fucking taking it and they're loving it. They're so, loving it. Nice. Um so don't yeah, focus don't necessarily don't be afraid to push on the easy. Yeah. No, especially with Athena. Now here like that's with Athena. Okay. Yeah. Um, there are other products that if you push your plants with that high of an EC, they'll fucking burn. Yeah. It's just like, you know, they don't pay me either. Athena. So that there's something in that fucking product. I don't like, it just works. It works really good. I would imagine it has something to, yeah, it has something to do with the, the purity of the uh, materials because they, uh, 
Yeah, because yeah, not all salts are created equal. Like most people just assume they are. Like I don't know why they would. Not all organics are created equal. Like when you get calcium from organics, they're not all the same. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and it's the same thing with salts. And I think people often overlook that. Like, oh, all these salts are the fucking same. And in, in a lot of ways, they are. Um, you might find one product to compare with another product if you broke down the chemical analysis of it that it might be the same as fucking product A and product B. But at the end of the day, they're, they're really not all the same, not even not even close. Um, yeah. With that being said, you can grow herb with any of them, right? Yeah. You just have to yeah. know how to dial, dial them in. I mean, fuck, Definitely. dude. I've seen people grow fire with GH, three-part. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. you know, some of them even it's all about dialing it in. Some of them even do the the Lucas formula, which I fucking I don't I'm not a big fan of. I think it's just like a contrarian's way to grow. Like you're not saving yeah. any money with the Lucas <laughs> formula. You're really not because you have to use more of the other two. Do you see what I'm saying? Like it's just yeah. I get the idea of it. It's it's a little bit simpler, but I, I consider it a contrarian's way to grow. Yeah, yeah, you can get it done, <laughs> so you can get a crop. What is the Lucas formula? I've never heard of this. I couldn't it's basically where you use, I couldn't tell you the ratios because I've never done it. Um, it's, it's a three-part. You can do it with any nutrient that has like a three-part. Not Athena because you're not using all three parts at once. You're only using two. I'm talking a GH three-part. Uh, usually is the one people refer to. I think the guy okay. who developed it, his name was Lucas, and that's the one he used, the GH. But you just use the micro and the bloom. You don't use the veg. Wow. Huh. Gotcha. And it, well, it cool, works though. for people. Like I yeah. don't dude, like for anybody listening to this, be like, dude, fuck monster. Like, I'm not shitting on the way you grow. I'm just <laughs> like I'm just telling you, like, you don't have to do it that way. And if you did the math, you're not saving a penny. Um, that's why most people do it because they think they're saving money, but in the end you're if you're saving anything, it's 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 minimal <laughs> at at best. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me let me circle back to the water thing. So yeah. <laughs> So you're saying you're saying in theory that if okay so is there a certain amount of TDS that I should be concerned about running through a filter like is it if so is is is, is there like a rule is okay so if there's like is there like a rule of thumb basically cuz I need, I guess I need to ask Athena this where you should worry about using a filter like is it 200 totally fine normally you can use that all the time be fine like right out the tap or should oh, you know, you is there a like cutoff? A, yeah, of course there is. There's definitely a cutoff that I'm glad you okay. you mentioned. Like if you have like a ridiculous, like if you have to chew your water, yeah, you're, you're probably better off running that through an RO. Okay. Um, but like, would you say you're at like three or four hundred ppm? That's nothing. Um, yeah, consistently, I think the highest I've ever saw it was like six hundred, but that could have just been from my my meter being needed to calibrate. Well, the other thing too is when you got to remember when you first turn on that faucet there's a buildup of like minerals and stuff in there. Yeah. So you're going to run PPM. Yeah. You got to like flush yeah. it out a little bit. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, if three, 400 PPM, nothing to worry about. Like literally nothing. Shouldn't stress. Like that, gotcha. that's so, fine. So as long so, like, as, as long six, as I'm seven, using 800 PPM. Yeah. You know, then you might think about it. You might think run about it through doing one of something about that. Like running it through like what Rudy's got, one of those. Yeah, well, filters. here's the thing: those, no matter how many boogie blues you or car carbon filters you connect, any of them, they're not going to lower your PPM. The only thing that can actually lower it might like a couple of points, but not nothing significantly. The Mine only didn't. thing that's ever going to like lower your PPM is like an RO filter. 
yeah. generally speaking. Gotcha. I mean, you, they, like, gotcha. it will drop it a little bit, but not by much. Like, not enough for you to be like, wow, like, this is a huge difference. I mean, there might be some instances. Did I hear you say it dropped yours, Rudy? It did not drop it very yeah. much. Maybe a, maybe no. just a few points, you know, a few parts. Uh, but uh, I got it for the chlorine and chloramine, basically. Yeah, that's the main reason you want to filter your water is to get Yeah, and I don't even water. have that, so, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, then at, at the end of the day, um, if you want to run it through a filter just to get any impurities out, um, you can. But in your case, you say it's well water? Yeah, it's well water. Yep. Yeah, yeah man. fucking a, dude. Great. I mean, just there's probably a lot of good shit in there that your plants are just love. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just my my biggest concern was I was worried that like let's just say I follow the chart 3.0 all the way and it always comes out at 3.4 every time. Don't stress about that is what you're saying Don't because about it, yeah, yeah. So because because the amount of nutrients is still the same, so the leaves and stuff in theory shouldn't burn. Well, right? it, at the end of the day, like you're gonna yeah. have a higher EC. Maybe yeah. you know, in the root zone, but not enough to say so. It, it yeah. really, I, I've honestly grown um, with water way worse than that. Really? Okay. Yeah, like I'm yeah. fucking like point like nine EC sometimes, some like shitty water. And I'm just like, fuck it, let's send it and see what happens. And it's it it was all right, you know. So um yeah, sure. RO's a fucking pain in the ass. You have to like plan ahead for it. Um, it is. It is like, a pain in the ass. I, I used to have a secondary <laughs> reservoir. So I would like, I would have that connected with a float valve, and then that would just kick on anytime water got low. Um, but then water just sit in a bucket is kind of funky after a while. Like, so you like you want to keep it stirred with a pump or something. Well, it wants to like strip the minerals like out of the pump. Like, water doesn't like being like have nothing in it. But, you know, that zero people. Like, it's just something about it. I'm so I don't know. Like, go fuck up meters, like, uh, trying to, like, test the, like, pH of, like, RO water. Like, if you look at the instruction manual of most of your late, like, any, any of them that are worth weight and salt, they'll tell you don't use RO water. Or for some reason, they tell you to use RO, RO, I think that's a, that's a bad <laughs> thing. Don't use RO yeah. water on your pH pens. Um. But yeah, yeah. Um, and I think yeah, they, I think that's why I was having the issue before this because me I've been I've just been one thing after another trying to figure out this new way of doing it, uh, you know, coming from organics, coming from organics, yeah, exactly, coming from organics and only doing organically and not not even pHing my water at all, like not even fucking with that shit, like you know, it's it's a little bit of a learning curve coming from from that, but once I feel like once I get this last thing dialed in, which is I mean the peanut butter breath speak for itself, like I know I'm doing something right. The shit's the shit's unreal. Like I've never. I mean, the buds, even the lowers, are just as big as the tops. Like, how does yeah. that happen? <laughs> like, I've never seen that before. Who's that? Um, that but anyway, that? yeah, peanut butter breath. This is uh, now. This is tester. This is a tester. Oh. This is for the F three that uh, G- uh, Jeff Gambino uh, oh, Rinfa. Nice. If you mm-hmm. yeah, you know him. Yeah, uh, that's that's his project. And uh, anyway, what was I saying? I don't even know what we're talking about. Uh, oh, uh, oh, oh, balance. Balance. I think that's why I was having problems with balance because the RO water was sitting so long, and I think you know the the shit that was in it was gone. It, it didn't. It had no way of holding itself together anymore. And I think that's why balance was disappearing overnight almost. Whereas normally, a squirt of that in there, everything holds steady. But I think it's because the water itself was so old and it was RO. I think that. Yeah, I'm not sure on that one. I remember you hearing you talk about that. 
Um, yeah. I listened to that episode. Glad you brought that back up. from PA from Stan Captain. Um, mm-hmm. so kept me entertained. I was listening. Oh, was good. Ross the nice. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I like to. I like to check out. I'm a fucking content junkie, you know. So. <laughs> well, we appreciate you listening, brother. You cool. <laughs> no problem. Right. Uh, I was a little tough in the beginning with some of the audio quality issues, but you guys got it down now. <laughs> yeah, it was a little. It was a little tough there. It, it, was. it was, but I, I think we've got it pretty well it's nailed. A learning man. curve, man. It's it fucking is, yeah. not easy. Um, <laughs> Anybody out there trying to, like, at the end of the day, like, you're putting yourself out there, right? Yeah. And that's what 99% of people can't do. Yeah. Like, they're afraid to do it. And it, you're just talking. You're having a conversation. Yeah. Like, the name of your show isn't Cultivation Conversation, but it's the same principle. Like, yeah. you're just sitting yeah. here shooting the shit like you're having yeah. a phone call with, with friends. So exactly. it's like. Yeah. It, it's easy to do, man. <laughs> and there's there's really something now like I, find it easy and I, I have fun doing it. I like educating people. I like, you know, helping people. Like, you know, I, I enjoy watching other people succeed. You know, yeah. there's too many people in this industry that just want to like stomp on everybody. Yeah. Like, you yeah. want to stomp on, on you like, oh, you're growing like shit. And look, I get annoyed with noobs too. Sometimes like I mostly the ones though that like don't do their own research. Like, you know. Do some research before you come at me in my DMs asking me questions. Like, right. there's stuff that, like, questions like Google would have answered for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah. Shit like that. That's all. Like, I don't yeah. mind helping people, but, you know, just do a do a little research on your own. Just, you know? just a little like, effort. Just a little effort. Yeah, because like, that's how I did it. So, go ahead, Rudy. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, uh, how, <laughs> how did you get into uh, – I've heard – I'm sorry. I've, I've heard you say before – that you like uh that you sort of generally help people but that you've got into doing that like full time or most time right now like how did, how did you start out with that whatever you oh, you can say i'm sure it was back in the day yeah, but, like, yeah. Did so you just like, start answering questions and stuff well it all started with me growing my own and people really digging the quality and like hey i want to get that um or i'd go over to my friend's house and they you know like showed me their grow I'd be like, you know, this is what you're doing wrong. This is what you need to do type of shit. And it just kind of word just kind of spread like, you know, this dude knows what he's doing. Like, uh, and then it got to the point where it was like, you know what? Like, uh, I come from, so my background is I'm a machinist. I trade. I, I did that for a long time. And in 2001, my first layoff was actually like two weeks before 9-11. I got laid off and I, I was without a job for almost a year. You remember the economy was shit. After yeah, it was. Um, so, and then I kind of got into sales. Um, my brother was into sales and he's like, dude, I think you'd be a natural at it. I'm like, I don't know, man. 100% commission, like no base pay. Uh, I don't know if that's for me. I tried it and I fucking killed it my, my first couple of weeks and I loved it. And I did that for a while. Then when the economy went to shit again, I went back to machining. And I bounced back and forth between the two uh, for a while. And up until recently, uh, up until about 2017, 2018, I don't know. I'm terrible with like years. I was still in sales and I was doing sales for a while. Um, Things started teetering down with the company I was working for. Um, I don't even feel bad saying this because my brother listens to the podcast. He he was my boss, but I I wasn't happy anymore. And I, I kind of took a leap of faith. I said, you know what? I think I can do this for a living. Like I'm, I'm bouncing around so much after work, like helping people doing this. 
that like I I think I can make a career out of it. Like it, it was at the point where I had to look for a new job anyway. So like I was looking for a new job while doing this, and it just it it sp it spiraled like into a good way. Like where I just I was always busy. So mainly now I make my bread and butter managing grows for people and setting things up. My my specialty is 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 you know basically like anything electric like you need circuits installed and stuff like that I can help you with that air conditioners um i'm a full service type of guy you know like if you need something nice. done and i can't do it i'll find somebody to do it for you you know like i'm not the guy just there pointing like this is what you do blah blah blah, blah, blah. like i i'm not afraid to to get my hands dirty so um, damn right cool man yeah. that's a great job man congrats on that. that that's that's the way to go man like that's that sounds great you know when you're working for yourself you have to be motivated and you have to stay driven and it, it's a like i'm blessed to be able to get up every day and do what i want to do for a living but at the same yeah. time it's not easy like dude during Double covid I, I was fucking pretty broke like there yeah. wasn't many people wanting you in their homes to help you with their grows during yeah, that yeah, that's true um yeah. that was that was a rough downside for in, sure in my, yeah my, yeah so um just like anything else you go through like peaks and valleys and, and waves um yeah but you just gotta kind of stay with it you know that's that's how i see it well, follow like your the, passion uh, you know that's the thing since you've since you started doing that full time like uh what's the i guess like i don't want to just say biggest but that's it's the biggest kind of grow that you if you've touched any commercial grows or consulted on stuff like that or is it more um, like a, yeah, a like, caregiver level or personal level kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. I, I do a lot of work in Maine. I bounce around a lot there. Um, there's a lot of shit going on out there. Um, but most of my stuff is done like locally um, you cool. know, in Massachusetts. I, I, I'll drive anywhere for a good job. You know, like I don't I'm not afraid to travel or fly. You know, I've. I've been all over the United States, but primarily my work's mostly in like New England area, Northeast, nice. you know, Maine, um, cool. Vermont, that Connecticut type of shit. Cool. The Northeast. Nice. Yeah. yeah I, cool, I, I specialize in like setting up home grows. That's my thing. Like, nice. Uh, it, it, it actually all got started mostly with drying. Like people would grow good herb and they'd be like, dude, why does it taste like hay? And I'd be like, this is why. <laughs> um that's actually a, that that's a good transition um i uh, you guys had talked a lot about the herbs dryer oh, yeah yeah. yeah i think people like here's the thing it's not for me i would need like a hundred of them right of course um, that's that's the biggest problem yeah but but i've been pleasantly surprised the, with the product i've tried out of it and they do work right i don't think it's as good as hang drying it just can't be and I, yeah. I think where Scott gets a lot of fucking flack is like he'll he like tells you that like his product will increase THC and shit like that. And that's yeah. just not true. You know what I mean? Like when you go and make claims like that, people are yeah. gonna call you out on it. You know, that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah just sell the sell the product for what it is and don't try to make claims like that. Like at the end yeah, of the yeah. day, like the claims he can make, like it will increase your terpene profile. Yes, of course it will. If you're if you can't dry correctly or you don't have the funds or the means to set up a proper dry environment they're fucking awesome like the, 
you still have to there's some parameters with those as well yeah. right like you can't just throw it into a fucking 100 degree garage yeah you know and and, and expect it to to dry your herb right but um like if you set up the right parameters they they work fucking fine and and yeah. the butt i've smoked from it has been good and i've been and, and, surprised. and for the average and for the average home grower who might not be able to set up a dry space you know maybe their house they've just got no room for it you know like it works great it does but like the problem that i'm running into now is trying to you know i have to time things just right because i don't i want to try you know what i mean as soon as it's ready i want to be able to chop it and get it going you know what i mean and right now i i got one dryer so it's like i have to kind of you know this closet that's behind me this mm-hmm. is what i'm planning on trying to try to rig up some type of dry room for it um but we'll see. We'll see how that works out in the future. Because <laughs> it'd be nice just to load up a whole bunch of them, man, and just let them do their thing and know that they're slow and steady. They're going to get there eventually. And if I can't get yeah. to one fast enough, yeah. it can just sit there. Dude, at the, at the end of the day, like, it's all about what works for you. I, I hate mm-hmm. when people shit on certain things. Like, for me, like, they yeah. just I shit on them in the beginning, right? Like, have yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm like, dude, come on. At the end of the day, it is just a modified food dehydrator. That's really yeah. all it is. I've taken a look oh, at yeah. it. I've looked at it. Um, so that's why, like, he gets shit on so much because he, like, tries to make it seem like it's some sort of, like, space-age technology <laughs> that will, yeah. like, gi- like, give you, like, the best weed. It's better than slow drying. Like, that. Those these are the claims he makes. So yeah, it's like yeah, when you a, make claims like that, like, the Pete, like, th- there's a term I use called, like, dinosaurs. Like the people that are still using HPS, the people that shit on autoflowers, like those people even more are gonna be like, dude, like first yeah. of all, I don't, I didn't believe your product worked to begin with, and now you're making these claims, like fuck you, yeah. And then you have people like me in the middle that are objective enough to like actually like, yeah, like at, at, before I tried product out of it, I shit on it completely. I'm like, dude, this is, no, no, this is no fucking way. <laughs> yeah, um, but, yeah, it's but too it bad. Works, like. His marketing should just be, are you shit out of space? You need one of these. You know, like, just leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. are you failing to dry your herb with any flavor? Or does does your shit smell like hay? Then the herbs here now is for you. Right. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> you should hire yeah. us for this, man. New sales yeah, right there here. You, go. <laughs> you know, it, it's not that hard, man. Like, I isn't like, just don't make bullshit claims. Yeah, sell the product for what it is, and you won't get shit on so much. Yeah, um, but yeah, like, so yeah, it, it works. It's a it's a it's a product that like anybody can use and get good herb dried from it. Yeah, pleasantly that, surprised. That, like in like three or four days, you got fucking smokable herb. Yeah, that's Man. pretty wild. I actually wouldn't mind having one personally, honestly, just to be able, like when I the day I harvest, I can throw a couple nugs in and come back in four days and try it. I can't yeah. do that now. Like I have to wait like two weeks, you know, <laughs> before it's even close. Like when you dry 60, 60 that like, I have shit that's still hanging right now. I haven't ever got to, it. it's like over three weeks. And then like you Damn. try to like smoke it. You can't, you, yeah. you, you know what I mean? I'm, so, doing like, that. <laughs> I'm doing that right now. I got yeah. greedy on day six and try to sample and it's just, can't, you know, no, it's really harsh. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. 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 And, and, and that's the other thing is like the burn, like the blackness of the ash and stuff, that's all in the dry. It has nothing to do with flush. Yeah, It really doesn't. I don't flush my herb anymore. And I had that theory back in the day. And then there was a study that came out. I forget. I'm sure, I don't know if you've heard about it. But basically, like, they had, like, whatever, 
the unflushed, the half flushed, whatever, four different types of herb, and nobody could tell the difference. And the people actually preferred the non-flush product better, ironically. Wow. It does and, and they saw no discernible difference in the ash and, and all that. Like, it, like so that's really... going to rub a lot of people the wrong way, too. But, like, I've tried it myself. Like, I do stop feeding, like, probably seven days before I'm ready to harvest. And that's not because I'm flushing my plants. It's because that same study, all feeding your plants nutrients the last seven to ten days does nothing for them. You're not doing much for them. Like, they're not going to really take up much. Huh. So why would I waste my money? Plus, there is a purpose to it. You're not flushing the plant. You're trying to get it to leach its chlorophyll, right? Yeah. During so, the dry. Like yeah, and, and during yeah. the flush, too. So okay. Like, okay. Yeah, huh. so, like, when it's plants fading out like that, like, that's going to give you a better end product because there isn't as much chlorophyll in the – in the like, you know, understand what I'm saying? Yep. So, yeah, that, yeah, the chlorophyll is the enemy. Chlorophyll, borophyll. That, that's <laughs> I was going to say that's that's awesome. So that's like uh, the reason for the long drive too, right? Is to uh, to properly like uh, it convert or like break down the chlorophyll. Yeah, it's like you're, you're off gassing it basically. Like, mm -hmm. um, yeah, like if you leave your herb in that perfect environment of sixty sixty, you can almost leave it there indefinitely. People don't believe me, but I've done it. Like, hmm. I've had shit hanging five or six weeks before. Like for personal small grows, like I have a. My uncle's a fucking raging stoner. He's a disabled veteran, and he smokes more herb than the fucking four of us put together. He just sits on his couch all day, just packing bowls, yeah. right? And uh, he was spending a retarded amount of money on fucking herb. I was like, Uncle, we'll set up a grow here. This is how you do it, blah, 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 blah. And we got a nice little small thing going on there. But anyway, um, I kind of forget where I was going with this. So somebody could fucking see that's the problem. Too many. So hang, you can hang well, dry. Converted chlorophyll. Oh, yeah, converted chlorophyll. Yeah. So, like, um, yeah, I still don't remember where I'm going with that one. <laughs> yeah. It's gone. Um, hey, that was okay. that was like me last episode, man. It completely yeah. was gone. Yeah, it was dude, gone. today has been ridiculous. And then for, <laughs> for those who don't know, right after I'm done with this, I'm jumping on my podcast. So, yeah, we uh, really appreciate yeah, you taking really. the time to do that, man. Like, no, really I, I just wanted to get on because I was listening to you and I'm like, dude, this dude's struggling so hard with like water. And I'm just like, I just want to help him. It's simple. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I, this is what I'm gonna do. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take when I go to fill because I have an auto flower res that's ready to be filled here shortly. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna use just well water, and I'm going to put follow the chart exactly like I've been doing. Don't even worry what the EC comes out to afterwards after I get everything mixed and just see mm -hmm. what happens to the plants. You know. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember I, where I was going. I have shit yeah. right now, like I said, that's still hanging like four weeks. We've had shit six weeks at my uncle's house because he doesn't smoke. Like, he's not going to be able to get to it and trim it. Like, my personal smoke, most people would be – I don't trim. I fucking hate trimming. So, like, when I want to get the butt I keep for myself, I, like – I'll take off, like, I'll flick off the leaves in my fucking hands and just throw it into a jar or whatever. And then when I'm ready to smoke it, I'll, like, you know – pick it off a little finer um that's just my style like i fucking hate trimming so yeah fuck trimmer, dude. dude trimming sucks. honestly look i'm gonna tell you right now if it wasn't for the trim bag i wouldn't even grow right now like there's no fucking feasible way for me to trim I at all like that i'm not doing again. It. I, I tried it once yeah actually twice i wasn't happy with it so what it had so 
Yeah. But it was it's 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 one of those things you kind of have to learn. So the yeah. first time I used it, it did like nothing for me. I'm like the, the yeah. herb has to be like a certain dryness. So I'm like, all right, yeah. I'll dry it a little bit better, and then I turn my shit into dust. Yeah. Um, yeah. At the end so of the day, I'm... though, you have to realize, and and with any of those, like, all right, you're there's a compromise, right? Yes, there yeah. is. You're 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 not only gonna get like, it's not gonna be as good as hand trim, like, but that's mm-hmm. not the compromise I care about. Compromise I care about is you're knocking trigrown heads off, hundred percent. You are. Yeah. You don't get me wrong. You're doing. Like, like, um, you're beating the shit out of the bud is what you're doing. Yeah, that's all you're doing. Yeah. you're just beating the I shit bud, out of it inside yeah, the bag. That's all you're doing. But at you, that when you're done, you can open that other flap and you can get all that trim out and then still smoke that. So, you know, that's what I do. Like, I kind of put it in the bag and sometimes I forget about it. Sometimes I'll dig into it when I'm down and I don't have mm-hmm. nothing, you know, and, and, you know, there's plenty of trikes in there. I mean, it's some good ass shit. Like it, yeah, you know, so, yeah. I mean, so there, I, I don't no, waste it's, it. It's not but, ruining the product. Yeah. I mean, look, the, at the end of the day, most of the weed you've ever smoked has been run through a fucking tumbler. Oh like, yeah. That's the way it works. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, before you just, we you all just might be taking own, away from like, it. yeah. Especially like some of that like BC bud that was coming out of fucking Canada, like those rock hard tight little nuggets. You know what you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> little, they, yeah. they called yeah. it like kind bud. It was just bright orange, like with no flavor, <laughs> type of shit. Um, you want to know that, why that shit had no flavor? And it wasn't because they dried it wrong. It was because it was like they would harvest it like at like day 45 because it was one of those things that like was oh. it was ready enough to go to market. Um, <laughs> wow. wow. They yeah, probably have PGRs, yeah, so, well, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. PGRs fucking terrible. I mean, there are natural PGRs like kelp, like there's like stuff in kelp that that is technically a PGR, but like that's from like a natural source, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, like some of the, this like pack paclobuterol, I think it's called. Stuff's fucking terrible for you. Like, do mm. the research. Mm. Um, yeah. And and at the end of the day too, it takes away some of the terpenes and THC to give you that rock hard nug. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Again, there's a that's some commercial shit. So. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, like it's funny. Like I have people all the time that will come to me with bud. Like, oh, dude, my buddy grew this, and I'm like, oh, wow, it looks good. And then I'm, and the more I look at it, I'm like, dude, PGR city. You bounce it up the table. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Like nugs aren't meant to be that rock fucking hard. Like no, dense products, one thing. Um, like and a lot of that's genetics too. Like some products are denser than others. Um, I, I was over Captain's house last weekend. And he had some stuff from Alabrije, uh, or I forget how to pronounce it, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think, I think you, you got, got it. it so. You got it. I think you got um, it actually. Yeah. Okay. He was yeah, saying yeah. the other way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, like jalapenos. It, it was like really dense, nice, fat fucking nugs. You know, it's genetics. Some of it's genetics. You know, um, the Cindy 99 headband, which hopefully you'll finally fucking get in your hands black water usps has anything to say about it um that stuff there isn't like a good yielder but the nugs are like rock fucking hard they're just like dense um especially if you you know you're fucking with the athena and you just follow their heavy chart i guarantee it'll come out the same way um but yeah like certain genetics have denser they're denser than others but when it's like rock fucking hard no that's pgr all the way Yeah. yeah That stuff scares me anyway, so I, I don't think I'd be fucking around with that too much. I mean, here's the deal. You know, if you're if you're using a solid nutrient line anyway, you really shouldn't need to have to worry about it. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that leave that to the corporate cannabis to fuck around with. You know, if you're doing a home grow, man, you don't you don't need to do that. Yeah, Just, but there are no, some people no. that daddy didn't love them enough. 
and they want to grow like the best looking <laughs> weed possible so like they yeah. can show their buddies and get compliments like that's where yeah. all that shit comes from it's like dude like look at these nugs they're fucking rock hard and it's like the amateur that doesn't know anything about pgrs his buddies and like dude that's fucking amazing you're a legend like how yeah, he just wants this? cool pictures to post on instagram oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so like yeah, as a home grower and sense. you're growing your own medicine i see zero point in doing that that's just I'm yeah, kind of counterproductive a, I'm kind of a believer in the market, the idea like that the market forces will weed out the good problem with that is you need competent consumers to, to, to make the other half of that equation. So you would think that companies would be growing better organic, cleaner medicine because people aren't going to buy nasty shit, but then people still buy all the nasty shit. So dude, there's a lot of dumb people on this planet. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So I'm not saying I'm a fucking rocket scientist or anything, but I feel like I'm, a lot smarter than a lot of these people walking around. Like, you know, <laughs> this you may offend a few people, but like the people in their cars driving around by themselves with the windows up and their mask on. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. What the oh, man. those those like, people? Like, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, tell we me you're stupid without telling me you're stupid. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not it's saying you shouldn't wear a mask. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you're in your car by yourself, by yourself, with the windows yeah. up, wearing a fucking mask. It bums me out too. I see uh, just like fear. Uh, you know, this is they're surrounded by fear. It's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. every day. Yeah, I just it's just all you hear when they go by. Bat, bat, bat. Like just <laughs> all the way down the road. <laughs> I call there goes sheeple. another one. Sheeple. Yeah, that's what's one hundred percent with it. Sheeple. Fall the fucking herd. Fall hey, the fucking heard, herd. Speaking of exactly. dumb people, man, have you heard of? They already uh, did that for themselves. <laughs> have you heard of this uh, cannabis hyperemesis monster? Have you heard of that? The puking. I have, and um, I don't feel talk, bad talking about it because um, or this person because they've already mentioned it. Let me tell you, right? I thought it was bullshit, um, but Captain suffers from it. Hmm. Um, yeah, I remember he said he had it, and the only thing yeah, that worked he, was like a hot shower or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah, that. So, and I know I actually know somebody else who suffers from the same condition, and they told her it was whatever. What is it? How do you say it? Hyperemesis. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, dude, that come on. There's a friend of my family is an old lawyer. And I was like, come on, Maureen. There's no fucking way that it's the weed. And but when Captain told me what he was feeling and what helped him, I'm like, dude, that's her. So like wow. I have to actually believe in it. Like, and I'm one of those guys that like I'm a skeptic at heart. Like when I, yeah, I remember when like, Captain what, first brought it up, you were like, it's bullshit. It's not real. <laughs> and then he was like, well, I actually yeah, he, experienced he, it. <laughs> he, he asked me, he asked me how, how I felt. And that's the crazy thing. Most people don't realize me and Captain have never met until last weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. We just have good chemistry. We're kind of like-minded people and we can both see objectively. Like, even though we don't see things a hundred percent the same way, um, we do enough that we're like-minded enough that like, I kind of feel like he's like a brother from another mother. Especially yeah. when I got to meet him last week, and it's like, dude, this is this is why the show works. Um, yeah, seeing exactly. y'all, seeing y'all coming at each other in that picture for, on Discord, give, uh, giving each other a hug right there—that was the coolest shot, man. I'm so glad they took a oh, picture. I haven't that. even seen that picture. Oh, you haven't? Yeah, it's on, no. it was on there. Somebody, yeah, somebody right. uploaded it. Uh, his wife took yeah. the picture. I haven't seen that picture yet. I'm so thankful she did that because that was a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to She's get on camera. She's a sweetheart, by the way. Shout out to Mrs. Uh, Captain Autoflower. She was very Shout welcoming out. to me. Everybody, It was a real cool visit. You know how sometimes like when you go visit people you've never met before, it can be kind of awkward, especially yeah. when you're like, like I, I slept there. 
So it's like, yeah, like you can be friendly with somebody, but at the same time, it still kind of might be awkward. I didn't feel yeah. that at all. I felt like I was at home. Like, I'm not just saying that. Like, cool. it, him That's and his awesome. wife are awesome people. We had a great time. We had a lot of good food. I was only there like, like less than 24 hours when I sit back and think about it. Um, yeah. Cause I didn't get there till late Saturday night and I left set, uh, Sunday night. So yeah, we had a blast. The first night nice. there, we stayed up till like two o'clock in the morning. Just he had never really fucked with cones. So I just kept packing a bunch of cones and we just kept <laughs> chiefing them down. Um, <laughs> it was a good night. Yeah. We had a blast. Fucking, I, I, I truly love the kid. He's like a brother to me. And now that we have G3, uh... we, we had her on a couple times and it just kind of made sense. Like um, to, to bring her on, you know, to kind of like, it's a different dynamic when you add a third yeah. person, kind of like what you and these guys have. Um, and like, she's witty and and she's very knowledgeable, growing, um, and she can bring a different flavor to the thing. Plus, like like the whole dynamic with like two dudes and a chick works very well, I think, with any type oh, yeah. of, of talking podcast format, whatever you're ta- whatever you're trying to fucking to do. So yeah, yeah, it, she's a great it, addition it, to y'all's show. She we really have is. so much fun, man. All three of us. Did you hear the latest clip? Uh, what we were with fucking G three. She was like, "I'm not afraid to bend a bitch over." We were yeah, about, like, yeah. training. <laughs> like, dude, I fucking died. Like, you know, like, fucking. Like, we just we have too much fun, honestly. And that's yeah. That's she, what makes she's witty, authentic, man. We just we have a lot of fun. Like, yeah, we really do. quick on your feet. She's very quick on her feet too. That's she another is. thing I like about she's it. Very she is witty. just like right on it. She. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I listened to Wait. that show uh, live when y'all were on Twitch. I was trimming the whole time. Oh nice. yeah, you did. Li- yeah, I'm, nice. I'm 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 a slacker. Still haven't listened to the newest one yet. <laughs> That's all right. You can watch it on Twitch or YouTube. Shameless plug. Cultivation. Oh, there you go. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, shoot. Plug away. Um, yeah, y'all y'all are killing it. Had talked about um, that I wanted to to kind of bring up is yeah, that trellis netting. Please, yes. Yeah, let's talk about so, that because that's I, something you, I'm getting ready you to You all kind of had it right in some way. Hey, cool. So, yeah. um, the purpose of a trellis netting is you're really going to increase your yield and support your your plants. So they do both things. Um, when you're able to get a branch poking out through every square, uh, you're able to get way better even light distribution. So like you're gonna have more high quality top shelf buds all the way around. You know, you don't necessarily need a scrog. It's one of those things though, that, like if you can train the the plants enough to to where you I always recommend more, like when you're trying to fill a scrog, but um with auto flowers it can be tricky because you can't really control their size as much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's pros and cons to it, you know. Um, I'm the firm believer that I'll, I'll always grow with a scrog auto or photo. Um, one of the things that, as I mentioned, you can't really control the size of an auto. Like sometimes they get really big. That's one of the things that can help you by spreading it out through a scrog, so you're not going to be touching the light or, or whatever. Um, yeah. But I, I think it's beneficial for, for any style of, of growing really. And um, I think Rudy had mentioned like yeah you can fill out a scrog much quicker with more plants and have a smaller veg time and you nailed it like that's that's the way to do it like if i was just growing like a a personal grow for myself um like 12 one gallon pots and a fucking tray just stuff them together scrog that scrog them out and see what happens you know um yeah so cool 
you don't have to use one, but they're definitely beneficial and they're going to help mm -hmm. you support the plant and increase your yield by, by spreading them out, you know, getting an even canopy. Cause at the end of the day, right, your, your light is shining down onto the, the canopy. Why have it hit the floor of your tent? You should have it hit a branch of fucking cannabis, right? Unless you need space for like a DU or something like that, right? Like if you need the floor space, but the the end goal for me is to try to fill up every inch of canopy I can, right? Yeah. Like if you see my Instagram post, the way I like to set up my rooms is yeah, I, yeah. I I have an aisle going down the middle, so I can. And other than that, like that aisle is just big enough for my fat ass to go down. And <laughs> and, and other than that, it's just canopy. Like try to get as much canopy as possible, because at the end of the day, that's what's going to give you the most product, right? Damn right. Yeah. Do you use reflectors I love it. on the sides? What's that? Do you use reflectors on the sides? Or are you in a in a larger tent? I'm sorry, I'm not familiar um, with the setup. Oh, that's all right. Um, I I like to use polyfilm. Okay. I cool. line rooms with polyfilm. They call it panda film or whatever. Yep. It's, a, yep. it's black and white. The poly. Um, that stuff works good. Um, the only caveat with it is it's cheap, and you got to replace it every three or four grows. It loses its luster. Most people mm. don't. They'll just keep growing it and wondering why their yields suffer. Mm. Um. At the end so of the day, reflectivity like, goes down. Yeah, it kind of wears out. The best thing you can do, most people don't realize, is if you're building a room, is just flat white paint, not like gloss, flat white paint. Hmm. A good quality, like Bear or Sherman Williams, something like that. That's cool. the best. Like, um, you know, of course, if you can afford it, like, you know, my like heavy duty, like you can buy Mylar on a roll. I've set up rooms like that too. But like right. dollar for dollar, like ease of use, cleanliness, there's just nothing that beats a good flat white paint. And you keep it nice. clean and then you touch it up every now and then. Yeah. Cool. Can't beat it. Yeah. I'm using panels right now that I made out of panda paper and like okay. uh, duct tape I, or put gorilla tape on the edges and then grommets so I can like string mm -hmm. them up. But uh, yeah, I didn't know that about it losing luster. That's interesting. Yeah. And it, it, it's <laughs> one of those things you'll notice by looking at it. It's just like it's. It's especially with like high powered lights, it's like it just fades. Think about it's it, it's like the sun. This, like, yeah. at the end of the day, we're putting lights that are more powerful than the sun. Like, you can look up into the sky. You, you try looking up at one of these grow lights, like, forget about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> That's, That's it, the other thing. It. Like, uh, public service announcement guys, wear sunglasses in your fucking rooms. Mm -hmm. um, I'm guilty of not doing it myself. And, um, same. It was it was weird. Like when I started wearing sunglasses in the room, I could actually see small writing again. Like it took a while for my eyes to like repair themselves. There you go. Those are actually, dude. I shit on Vivo Sun. And I fucking hate them because they make such shitty products. Like, <laughs> catch your house on fire. But those yeah. glasses are badass. Yeah, they were great. I own a couple pairs of those. Yeah, and they're cheap. Cool. They're not like no Method Sevens or anything. But right. at the end of the day, it's covering <laughs> your face, and you can you can you know still see your plants pretty clearly uh, yeah they work now, funny yeah. to get a pair yeah yep and yeah, they're so tight they out vivo they came sent me out a, a light to and those glasses came with it i mean they dude the vivo's all right yeah their tents are pretty good but like a lot of their stuff is just poor quality you know um yeah, yeah. Their yeah customer PC. service shit like what do you think of those it's all budget budget back. grow supplies what do you yeah. think of those Mars Hydro yeah. uh, bar lights, the newer ones that are coming out? They're, those are, dude, bar lights are the way to go if you can afford them. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't, 
I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze on them yet. Like as far as like they yeah they're they're up there. They need to come down in price a little bit. They're some of these like at the end of the day, it's the same light as like a quantum board. It's just spread out the diodes are spread out into bars instead of one big fixture. Right. So I feel like yeah. they're they're still the same diodes. Why are you charging me more? Yeah, um, they, <laughs> they are high. Um, they, they are very high. They, are. Price, they run cooler though because you can get them closer to the canopy and yada yada yada. But the major gripe I have with a lot of them is some of them don't have removable drivers. I haven't looked yeah. at the Mars one yet, but um, it's removable. Is it's removable? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like I I have um. A couple of small Mars, like what was those, the TS one thousand, like the hundred watt. Yeah, yeah. that's the other thing. Like, dude, call it a TS one hundred. Like, right? why add an extra <laughs> I zero? I know. That's yeah, I, I never understood that. I was trying to it's fool people. Like, dude, it's it's, it's a clearly a thousand watts. It's clearly a thousand watts. Oh man, I could I could <laughs> start. I we could have a show just about that. Like people like those LED companies that like do that, but um, it's yeah. a fine little light. Uh, the driver's easily removable. It works. Um, I'll tell you what. They're all the same, man. All yeah. these LED lights. Like, if they're using Samsung diodes, they're generally all the same. Now, you have, like, top bin diodes that are, like, the HLGs that are probably a, definitely a, a slightly better quality. But the only difference between, like, a top bin diode and, like, a middle bin is efficiency, usually. Not, like, the effectiveness of the light, you know? At 100%. the end of the day, if, like, if you have a power meter and you're, like and you're getting light like i feel like people are too snobbish about lights like elitism yeah. honestly uh, pro- probably you know? yeah there are some pretty fucking sick lights i've seen like with tunable spectrums and shit like that but you don't fucking need that shit dude you don't need to spend no. like 1500 dollars on a light like right. uh no. you know who are the biggest crooks out there i think is next light hmm. um they're a big company uh, I remember I was I saw I ran into them at Nikan and they asked me what I was running for lighting at the time I had a a bunch of HLG fifty five fifty V twos those are what I set up in every facility I ran I just I liked the light it was dependable I actually at the time they listed for nine hundred I was getting them for seven fifty through HLG because I bought so many of them so the price was right to me but he's like oh uh, look at this next light mega or whatever it was called at the time and I'm looking at it and I'm like okay. Looks pretty cool. It looks like a fancy quantum board. There's like more flashy like metal on it and stuff like that. And it's the same line. Like, how much is it? He's like, oh, like I think it was like fifteen hundred dollars. And I'm like, oh, well, what what diodes is it using? And this is like three years ago. He, he's like, oh, the five sixty one C. And at the time, HLG was using the three oh ones. I'm like, so you're telling me? Oh, that what rubbed me the wrong way? He was like, oh, well, when you're ready to upgrade, just let me know. And I turned around <laughs> and I'm like. I was trying to be nice to the guy, like listen to what he had to say, tell me about his light and whatever. And I'm like, I turn around, I'm like, upgrade? I'm like, dude, you guys are using last generation diodes and charging double the price. How is that a fucking upgrade? You know? Like, it's just not. <laughs> you look at the script. The wrong, on, uh... <laughs> yeah. Like, he wasn't expecting yeah, no. that. No, yeah, he wasn't. Like, dude, you can't bullshit a bullshitter, man. You know what I mean? Like, I come from a sales background, dude. I could talk a fucking dog off a meat wagon. Like, yeah. Don't fucking try to tell me, like, <laughs> this product's like, like upgrade, like the next light mega. It's a fine light. Yeah. The next light mega or whatever it's called will grow you fucking fire herb, but it's like at what cost? You know, like, because it looks a little fancier than a quantum board. You're, it's worth double the money. When at the same yeah, right. end of the day, they're both using mean well drivers, 
and Samsung diodes. Um, That's the truth. Mars uses those like Moso drivers or whatever. I never heard of before, but I haven't had one die on me yet. I own a couple of those small little Mars hydrolytes. I haven't had one die. I feel like all those Chinese um, lower grade manufacturers are using those like Moso. I could be wrong. That's what it's called, like drivers. I, I, yeah. I looked them up and they have a they have a decent reputation as far as being a solid driver. Um, yeah, I've got two of them, two Mars lights. Uh, I've had for close to two years and I've not had a problem with either one of them. Yeah, now like nice. the old school Mars Hydro blurples with like oh, computer yeah. fans running inside to cool them. Those yeah. are pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, Never heard anything and, good about them. <laughs> no, dude, I grew up. I got to find a video. I know I have in like my cloud somewhere of um, one of my first grows with blurples and I grew weed and it was really good. Um, but most people don't realize those blurple lights are actually less efficient than a high pressure sodium. Wow. So like, oh, you really? think you're wow. saving money with LED. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're, they're less efficient than a high quality HPS. Um, so you're not saving anything. And, um, Crazy. They the diodes on those things die out like all the fucking time, it, you know they just they weren't dependable. But you can grow weed with them. I still own a few of them that I just won't throw away because they work right. Like in a pinch, <laughs> yeah. if you needed a, if you needed a veg light, or even if one of my lights died in flower, like I could fucking throw a couple of those in and I could get to the finish line with them, right? Um, but at the end of the day, you're, it's not something I recommend anybody buying those those purple lights unless you're like you like look dude you're fucking dead broke and you just want to grow some herb like in a small like two by two tent you could probably get away with a, with a couple of those because they're cheap like i've seen like they'll tell you it's like a 500 watt equivalent or whatever but at the end of the day they draw like 140 watts and they're like 50 bucks you know on ebay Hmm. Yeah, you can see them all, yeah. all on eBay and Amazon all day long. For yeah, dirt. I mean, they might burn your house down, but you can, if, if they <laughs> don't, you can grow some weed with them. That's the thing is like those lights, a lot of them have like those fans inside that just die. Yep. And it, that creates a fire hazard right there. Like when you're sending power to a device that's dead, like that's not good. And that's what happens like with those, some of those Vivo clip-on fans. Yeah. Just Google Vivo clip-on fan fire. You can come up, up across a shitload of people posting about it, like with pictures to prove it. Oh, um, damn. Yeah. So, yeah. You just got to watch out yeah, for the what first... you're buying. I have a philosophy with, with that shit, man. Buy once, cry once. Like, yep. if you got to buy yep. it two or three times because it dies, like, you're not, at the end of the day, you're not saving anything. Dude, I, I, I grew up poor, right? And even my father, like, that was his philosophy, like, buy quality. Like, certain things you can get away with cheap shit. Like, for instance, I, like if I need to, if I know I'm going to use a tool like once, right, I'll go to Harbor Freight and buy it. Like it'll get me by and I'll finish a job, right? And then if that tool like busts or breaks because I'm using it again, then I'll just go out the next time. I'm not going to go out and buy the Harbor Freight one. I've already used this thing two or three times. I'm going to go out and buy something a little bit better quality. In Milwaukee. Right. Yeah, or whatever, you know, DeWalt, yeah. fucking anything. Anything, um, yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, you just got to use your best judgment with that shit. That's all cool yeah no we were just talking about buying power tools you didn't miss anything early bird oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> like what did i miss yeah i was i was like all right i'm just gonna just go from here i guess is she okay <laughs> yeah yeah okay oh man but yeah i man i tell you what i'm tickled to death to have you on here i really am and th- thank you for uh 
for making time for it, man. Like that's. Oh man, I uh, I enjoy it. You know, I had fun. What time? Are... What what time are y'all going on? Um, eight thirty. We still got a little time if you want to go. It's fine. Like honestly, yeah, okay. I'm not doing. All right, yeah, well, I mean, we can still we can keep talking. Kind of, we'll talking. stay in like the talking mood that way when I jump onto my podcast. Yeah, you'll just be like <laughs> picking it right on up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, sorry if I. I kind of just realized that I feel like I'm almost like taking over your show. No, like, all right, not like, at all. This is what we're going to talk about next. Oh, That's good. just my personality. <laughs> I don't mean to do that. I'm not trying to like no, show around or nothing. I'm just not at all. Yeah. talking shop with a couple of. No, we're good, it. man. No, that's all we do anyway. We don't we don't really yeah. go by anything. I mean, we might have a couple topics we might want to cover, but for the most part, it's just yeah. it just rolls right along, man. So any yeah, <laughs> anytime. Yeah, I'm, there's yeah, literally every single message me like, what are we gonna talk about? I'd be like, dude, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like let's just get on the mic and fucking figure it out from there. That's what we did for the most part. I want to circle back or sacky back yeah. to the. Uh, <laughs> the uh, hyperemesis question, like, uh, oh yeah, because we kind of kind of raised over that. I heard uh, um, Jeff from iRegenetics, at least I think that he said this. I guess I'll correct if I'm wrong, but that he thought that it was uh, chemical toxicity. I thought so too. That was my first oh, yeah. train of thought. No, hundred percent. Right like on. that's what I was like. I was like, oh, you're smoking tainted herb. Like you know, maybe yeah. that's why it's related to to cannabis. That's the first thing I thought of. But but go ahead. It seems like a lot of the cases are with younger people doing dabs and doing massive amounts of dabs or edibles. So that was kind of mm -hmm. what, what what made me think that in that case, because you could get more tainted product easily. Uh, but yeah, who knows? Who knows? It might just be yeah. a, a biological thing that's evolving. You know, <laughs> interesting. Something like I, I personally never heard about it until about a year ago. Yeah. So like I didn't want to like completely like. I should have mentioned that actually. I'm glad that you brought re kind of retouched that subject because that was like my first train of thought. Like I wanted to like look at it rationally. I'm like, all right, if cannabis really is the cause of this, like maybe it's like pesticides or something like that. And then Captain mm -hmm. quickly nulled that shit by he's like, no, he's like, I grow organic and mm -hmm. I don't use any like heavy duty like chemicals or like pesticides or anything. So like, no, mm -hmm. it still happened with the shit I screw. So like, yeah, that's when it kind of, he opened my eyes, dude. I'm like, all right, well then this is a real thing because dude, like anybody that knows the kid, he don't lie about anything. He like just speaks his mind. Just, I'm kind yeah. of the same way. That's like, we're like-minded people. He's not going to bullshit you. Like he has no, no reason to like, there's, there's no agenda there. Do you know what I'm saying? So totally. yeah. if, if, if it's coming out of his mouth, like now I'm a believer um, right on. Yeah. and it all kind yeah, of, like, sure. I, no it's clue kind of why. Theory. And What's that? you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad. I mean, I'm I'm sad that he's having this this ailment. But like, we know for a fact this dude is organic. Like, we know for yeah. a fact that's 100. percent Everything he's been smoking for however many years now has been 100 percent organic. So I mean, if he's still having the problems, then we can cross that right off the list. Which yep. You know that really. I mean that that's a lot right there. So I mean, thank God Sounds for like that. He you needs know? to calm his ass down. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's the thing like is it is it is it the amount does that have anything to play like i really would love to know like what what yeah, i wish i knew like maybe it was like a point yeah. of like for lack of better words like toxicity actually i can think yeah. of a better word saturation like maybe it's to the point where like you get so much or maybe it's like a terpene right like well, one particular that. terpene or cannabinoid like we just don't know i think that I think that with 
the things that like will be good with federal legal legalization. I don't know if you've heard me talk about it. I'm kind of against federal legalization because yeah. I feel like like tell me one thing the government regulates that's good. Like, the government <laughs> yep. got their hands in and now it's run better. Like it just mm. doesn't happen. Like <laughs> so that that's yeah. my thing. You know, I feel like that they'll they'll come after growers' rights and like they'll totally commercialize it to the point where like you won't even For be sure. able to legally buy seeds anymore. Like all you yeah. can buy is autoflower seeds because they don't want you to be, to be able to clone and be self-sustained. Like that's how I see it. Like I could be wrong, dude. Like you know, you know, one of those guys. Like I'm not a conspiracy theorist. No, no, that's how no, I, no, 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 no. You're right on the mark. You're right yeah. on the money. You're you're being a realist about it. I mean, they they everything they've ever done, you know, goes to the ground. So I mean, they ruin everything they touch. So there will be some yeah. some. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Rudy. Oh, you're good. They'll they'll do what they did with tobacco. They'll they'll shred yeah. it up. They'll mix it with chemical into something, and they'll you know they'll just sell you on it. And they'll do whatever they joint. can do to invest the least and make the most. Is what they're going to do. Yep. You'll be buying your weed in cigarette packs. Yep. Exactly. Here's like, your okay, marble I'll, green. I'll, yeah, I'll take a pack of fucking Marlboro fucking four twenty twos, whatever yeah. you know. Forty two blue. Yeah. So I had a I, <laughs> I had a theory on the um, <clears throat> on the hyperemesis thing. Um, just a personal theory obviously like you know but uh, well, you're a smart kid i like to hear you let's see what you got oh thanks appreciate that but yeah uh, that uh, so i've had this experience with rso before i've taken pretty massive amounts so i've taken mm -hmm. up to two two thousand milligrams at a time and that was a fun day uh but yeah really like you can really take a lot and you start to get into like psychedelic territory with those amounts oh dude 100 percent. and yeah go ahead. I, I got a good story but, to tell after that <laughs> cool but it made me uh, more more than a few times. It's made me nauseous. A couple of times I've given into it and puked. Um, sometimes it was because I mixed it with vitamins. It's obvious shit. Your stomach goes well. But I noticed a lot of the times it seems like it would be right around when it was hitting your liver in the process of digestion, and because uh, that's when you eat THC, uh, and when you and when it goes into your liver, it gets converted to a different. It's five uh, hydroxy metabolite, like a different form. Mm -hmm. THC converts into this, and that's why it has a more psychedelic property. So, but that was happening to me. I get nauseous from that. And I wonder if, like you said, saturation, if it's actually a liver saturation thing. So, the people that were getting this problem, their livers might be backed up due to another reason, you know, like a food they're allergic to, like or processed foods or drinking or anything like that that slows your liver function down might cause you to puke if you took a bunch of THC in at once. You know something, dude? That's probably the best theory I've heard on it so far. Hey, right. Yeah, like, Rudy's the brain like, our operation. Like I get, like 100%. if I had money right now to fund the research in that, like that's where I would tell them to go. That makes sense. Like, because I'm yeah. a science guy. Like I understand a lot about anatomy. I'm not like a fucking doctor or anything, but I have a better understanding of you know that shit than than most. So that makes a lot of fucking sense, actually. Right on. Um, cool. But yeah, like, uh, so I got COVID in January of 2020. Okay. Um, I was fucking really sick. Uh, I hadn't slept for like four days. I just couldn't stop coughing. So my buddy was like, hey, try some RSO. It'll help your cough. And I'm like, okay. Like, it's probably just going to get me really high. But if it <laughs> make you forget sleep, about your cough. Yeah. And like, I, I hadn't used a lot of RSO in the past. And he's like, oh, have you ever tried this before? I'm like, yeah, I've tried it before. It doesn't really do a whole lot for me. He's like, oh, you haven't tried enough. And like, I'm like, okay. So he's like, when you go home, just take like a little bit, like a drop 
and see how you feel. And if you ever put it into a syringe, it like thickens up. So it's hard to like squirt. Mm. So like, I would like, I fucking dude, I'm pressing this thing down. It's just not coming out. And then all of a sudden, uh, I don't know. I felt like I got some in my mouth and then I looked at the syringe and it was a one milliliter syringe and it was half gone. And I'm like, (laughs) okay. Um, I didn't even think nothing of it, dude. I'll have to post a picture to Instagram one of these days, but dude, I was lifted. Like (laughs) I was like legit tripping my balls off. And, um, at the whole time I was like, I don't like this feeling. And like, but like, I could understand how people call ambulances, like, because they think they're dying. 100%. Because I kind of felt like I was dying. Yeah. It was you have fun. to know. Yeah. You have yeah. To know and I just had okay. to keep telling yeah. myself, I'm like, dude, this is just the herb. Like, you're going to be fine. Like, yeah. And I had similar... like a champ. But I, I couldn't sleep. As soon as I closed my eyes, I would literally start like hallucinating. And it, like, it was weird. Like, I wasn't sleeping, but I would like hallucinate while as soon as I closed my fucking eyelids, I would yeah, start like like, hallucinating. Yeah. Yeah. It was just weird. Like, and I would think weird shit and I don't know, dude, but dude, I, have- uh, and then an, another time I ate brownies uh, with just butter and I was just like, dude, I was seeing Jesus for crying out loud. I smoke <laughs> a ton of herb. Like, yeah. When you eat it, it just hits you differently. Yeah, I was always the guy that said edibles don't do anything for me. I'm like they don't do because I just didn't eat enough. But that's that I have a saying: it's like when you eat, it, it's never enough until it's too much. With me, with that, I've <laughs> yeah. never had a experience like a pleasurable enough experience on them. It's either like I didn't get high, or I was just I was too far gone. Yeah, <laughs> that's that, I think I think that's that liver function thing. Like there's some people too that uh, that have no effect from edibles, even RSO. I've I've heard not seen but heard of. Uh, people taking, you know, like a gram of RSO, nothing happens. And I think that that's you know, a liver it, thing too. Like, I think that's a metabolite thing or whatever their, dude, their I, enzymes Captain make up is. Captain says edibles you know. do nothing for him too. So maybe there's something there. Maybe that's why oh, it's connected to the... To the I know what know. tonight's episode's about. <laughs> we're getting Captain diagnosis here tonight. Yeah, we're giving him a, a good old diagnosis. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I had that I had that RSO thing happen uh, happen to me in an airport. I had taken a lot, and I think it was close, probably seven, like three quarters of a gram, and uh, was getting on a flight. And I thought it would be fun, but the flight got delayed, and so I was sitting in the terminal of this airport, and it just like that same thing happened. The world closed in. My ears were ringing, just a straight. Dude, I feel for you. you know? Yeah, and, I was at my uh, house when that shit happened. Like, I wouldn't want to be in a public <laughs> setting with thousands of people. I get that. This devastating. Well, it was a. Uh, thankfully, it was a small airport. It was one of those like single terminals where there's like maybe twenty people there. So that was like mm-hmm. cool and worse in a way because everybody everybody knew that something was happening with me. I was off in the corner, and I had like. You're lucky they didn't like, pull you aside. Like that happens. Well, that, like you're too fucked up to get on the plane, dude. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, that can happen for sure. But yeah, it's, I've, I've had that. You uh, sound like it's tripping you've got an experience. You got something to tell us? Another story? Uh, yeah, maybe for another time. Maybe during. Okay. Maybe before I, <laughs> You're like, yeah, 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 that could happen. I, I'll, I'll say I, I'll say I don't drink alcohol anymore, and that that story was one of the reasons for that. You know. What I'm all right, y'all. Here's one for you. If yeah. if y'all have have y'all ever been so messed up when you go to lay down. 
if you close your eyes just ever so slightly, right to the point where they're almost completely closed. Dude, I swear to God you can see your dreams before they happen. I know it sounds crazy, but it's like this no, weird thing. A, there's a, a scientific term to that. Like, like there's so there's a name for it. Yeah. Are you talking about the it's normal. It, like where you get a burst, like a zap, kind of? No, you, like, no, like your eyes are noise. like almost you're completely closed. You're pre-dreaming with your eyes open yeah. almost. It's the weirdest thing. It's like right at the edge of your lip. Mm. It's like you're right there. Yeah, like right before you fall asleep, you're talking. Yeah. 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 This is the moment in the time. episode when Blackwater got high. Just now. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That was the. <laughs> yeah, I've never fucking. It goes off the rails from here. I definitely want to make some. I'm uh, a little nervous to try it though, to be honest. Just, oh, just start man. slow. Make All right, here you go. Say, right. Like a, a, a grain of rice is like what everybody says. Is this oh, enough? Yeah, you can get some yeah, out of that. that... The pucks. Oh, These are all pucks. pucks. Yeah. Yeah press pucks yeah with the rso like i've done a lot of looking into that you just like you said you just start small uh grain of rice is a good estimate although depending on tolerance like i've i've been with a, a person who was older who had not taken edibles for like 20 years you know what i mean and uh they took um like basically a drop out of an eyedropper so about 30 drops make up a milliliter so i think one thirtieth of a milliliter uh, and that was like, you know, she was kind of gone for like three hours. Um, I can imagine. So yeah, ended up having really to babysit, you know. So, yeah, I think. But as long as you start small, see how it is. And you'll know people who take it like right away or within an hour or two. You'd be like, oh, okay, I don't find anything at all. I can go higher than this. Like now, if I take it in the evening to like sleep well and be refreshed in the morning, I'll take 150 milligrams, maybe 200. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've had some products where, like, uh, I know the dosage is correct. And, like, if I take too much or even, like, I don't know. If I take enough where it sedates me enough to to go to bed, I get hungover. Oh, yeah, yeah. It gives, I get it gives me, like, a weed hangover. Like, I, I wake up the next day and I'm just, like, a useless bag of fucking shit. Yep, know? yep. There was a, is that there was your daughter? Period. Or are you just kidnapping kids Early. earlier, bird? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's her. She nice. just snuck in the room. Looks like you. Hey there. <laughs> so we can see each other on video right now. Yeah, we're all. Bird's got his daughter. Hi. <laughs> She's eating an icy pop. <laughs> Living the life, man. Like I yeah, said, I would do. Not know, a I'd give a fucking small fortune to be a kid again. <laughs> Damn right. Most God, precious finally. resource on the earth is time. Mm, it really is, man. You're absolutely right, and that's that's why uh, that's why I'm using Athena. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> what a segue. Sorry. Uh, no, I, yeah, I was going to ask. Well, since we were talking, we were talking about uh, RSO. I was going to ask if have you uh, known anybody that that went into remission from cancer with that? Because I do, and I think a lot more people do than we kind of acknowledge. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, through friends of friends, yep. Um, mm. And but like not personally, personally, but right I on. believe it to be true. Um, mm. You know, uh, it's, like, a, it's it, a big it, thing here. This is a medicine, man. Yeah, there's a lot of cancer patients in the area, and I think part of it is due to mining, old mining back in the day, shit left in the ground, you know. And uh, yeah. one one guy I know is a caregiver. He's got twelve remissions under his belt right now, wow. and just just with RSL. 
yep that he makes and uh yeah but like my thing with that is like you wouldn't you have to eat like an ungodly amount for it to really kill yeah, cancer to, you have to like, eat you it be basically comatose you it's close you can you can get to a point where you can live for that time like it, you can have a decent quality of life for that time there's an mm-hmm. ramp up period um and uh so the whole the protocol is a gram a day for 60 days that can be spread out it can be done once a day that kind of thing people have different ways to do it people will ramp up a little bit or really fast i read about one guy who took out stage four lung cancer in three weeks by taking as much as he could possibly he took 60 grams in three weeks um so in that case yeah the guy was probably mostly comatose and would have had to have had a babysitter but um good friend of mine got got through it and killed a tumor off basically with it and uh and she uh, was basically loopy. She said she remembers not remembering large chunks of time, and she would have to have friends come and check on her. But yeah, when you get up to a thousand milligrams of THC in a day, it's it's a lot. Wow. It's a very lot. You have to learn I've how to handle like it. I've eaten like five hundred yeah. on control yeah. and been like fucked up. Fucked. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you have to I was learn how to Jesus, handle it. Jesus, if I had to guess, it was probably like two thousand milligrams type. Yeah, that's what makes totally. Music. Yeah, like. Like patterns, like I feel like anything under a thousand, like yeah, well I don't know, maybe if I had to guess for me, maybe that seven fifty milligram would be like, mm-hmm. like really fucked up that day with the RSO. If I had to guess, probably like like two thousand yeah. milligrams. I don't know, like that's how I felt. I think the, the cancer dosages are different for different people, and obviously we got to be like, I hate that, but We're I guess doctors. you got to kind of say, yeah, <laughs> I'm not doctors talking about it. But I, I also know another dude who. uh who had stage four lung cancer and he had a good golf ball sized tumor in his lung came back. You know how they say, come back for uh, for another scan in 90 days. You're not going to die in that time. Oh. We'll check it out. So he did RSO. He did a gram a day straight for 90 days. And this wasn't full spectrum. It was essentially BHO. So mm-hmm. his caregiver had made BHO. It was clean and all. And then he would decarb that and make the RSO out of that. So he took a gram of that for 90 days and went back and his lungs scan was completely clean. And the, do- the doctor said, uh, you know, what did you do? And he told him and he said, I can't write that down. He said, I have to, I have to put down that you took CBD. <laughs> so yeah, just because wow. of his constrictions, he couldn't even write down what this guy fucking cured himself, you know? And well, that's what you can't don't say realize, like, Yeah. Yeah. You can't dude because it's, it's cannabis and it's not federally legal. Like right. the doctor yep. can't acknowledge that as treatment yet. You know what I mean? You know it would so, be some yep. shit. Be some shit if they come out and they're like, <clears throat> "All right, it's federally legal." And within the first six months, it's it's all over the place. Cure for cancer, something that could have been been done all these years, and people would have actually given it time of day. But now, because it's federally said so, you know, people will actually take it seriously. It's a shame to think of all the people that it could possibly help right now. Well, dude, and, like, how many scared people to tell, tell you, like, oh, like, my doc, why do you do that? My doctor told me to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I want to yeah, so so give many. a shout out, right? Like, for people who are listening to this and may not know, a podcast called Cannabis Health Radio. You can look that up. They're on Spotify and mm-hmm. I think they're on Apple too. Um, <clears throat> but they all, every episode is a, a firsthand account by somebody who was cured of something by cannabis. And there's every file, everything. There's IBS balancing out diabetes, recovering from cancer. There's all this just from taking RSO. And uh, I heard a guy say once, and it, it rung true with me, that uh, thinks that cannabinoids have always been an essential human nutrient and that we've essentially like, eliminated that from our diet. You know, They yeah. are. Yeah. You want to know why? 
your body was born with cannabinoid receptors. That's already been proven. Right. We have cannabinoid receptors in our body. Every right. mammal on the planet does. Um, mm -hmm. And like chemotherapy, while it, it can kill cancer, is a poison. Right. Like yeah. radiation, yeah. like you're poisoning your body to try to kill yeah. the cancer. It's, it yeah. sounds counterintuitive to me. <laughs> right? Like yeah. I have yeah. this poison exactly. in my body called cancer. Yeah. Now I'm going to fucking put more poison in my body. And I know it works. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm not shitting on like you, if you get chemotherapy, like, don't get me wrong. Like I have family members that have been saved from that shit. But like, mm -hmm. um, it, if you can do it with cannabis, a natural product, fucking like do chemotherapy it. isn't any fun either. You ever seen people on that shit? They're basically zombies no. too. They can't do anything. I've so had like, a chance you know, to yeah, it's fucked up. I've had a chance to talk um, to a few people about it. Similar thing, and one woman, a friend of mine, who refuses, you know, and for her, it's kind of a religious thing, maybe, but it's more just a that's what she grew up with. Like, I just don't want to do that. I don't want to like, I don't want to be high. Yeah. You know, like, man, for for essentially between three and four thousand dollars, you can do this thing that's way more effective and safer for you than the whole chemo protocol. You know, and she was still like. Mm. You know, and so it's at that point you back off because it can't tell somebody what to do. But yeah, it's really, I really, really, really think that it's like some some knowledge that needs to be spread yeah, more if, around. If, if more people you know, could somehow. find out about it, you know, yeah. there, like there for are, instance, well, it's known in the community anyway. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and for instance, the whole like, dude, people are like the whole fucking devil's lettuce thing. Like, what the hell? Yeah. The movie I can't think about the no, marijuana propaganda. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know why I was on the. Probably because of 15, 20 bongs I've done on the show. Um, <laughs> the um, yeah, the, that's what like what people think and see. Like you dare in school, you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah, you know Johnny right. jumped off a roof because he smoked a marijuana cigarette. You know, like yeah. Oh, that all comes back to fucking uh, racism. I know people throw the word racism around these days, but it comes back to real. No, racism. no, you're hundred percent right. If like people the real shit. History, yeah, yep. like Harry the term marijuana itself is actually racist. It is. It is. The first head of the DEA said he thought that t marijuana should be illegal, and they called it marijuana because they it was called cannabis, and they wanted to give it this like like uh, oh, what the fuck? It was a it's a Mexican word, but it's it's like a derogatory word, and they adopted yeah, no, that I, word to give it give yeah. it a negative context. But he said yep. that he thought it should be illegal so that uh, black men didn't wear marry white women. That that's the reason cannabis is illegal. Believe it or not, yeah, you know, like or one yeah. of them anyway. Fucking crazy. That was yeah, the guy's like, driving factor. There was yeah. like a stigma against like jazz musicians and shit like that too. Like, yep. there's a whole like history yep. behind it. You know, and like it basically just, like, it's, and it just yeah. stuck, and they've rationalized it ever since. Yep. And it just, it's and wild. now, like you said, what's funny is now if they do it, they'll ruin it. So kind of, yeah, we just kind of keep going, you know, I guess. You're, yeah, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. But you know, here's the deal: if more people could just find out about what it could do versus what they've been told, you know, that's the thing. And there's no way, there's no fixing that. You know what I mean? You, you can't, it, it's, it's a time thing. The whole wide world never thing. tried cannabis. You just not that type of guy. He's like yeah. straight edge, but not like for religious reasons. He just doesn't really see any need to like, he'll have a drink or thing then, but like yeah. never tried cannabis, not no interest in it. And yeah. he has recently been diagnosed with lupus and anybody that does any research, you'll quickly find that, there have been lots of people treating their lupus with cannabis for years. Like it helps. Yeah. And uh, he was given a brownie by a friend of his. I'm really, I have no idea who they are. And he was like, 
talk to me about it. I'm like, dude, you got to try it. Like, it will help you. He's like, oh, I don't know, you know, fucking, I heard stories, like, we were talking to, like, people fucking, you know, call 911 because they think they're dying type shit. I'm like, dude, just eat, like, a nibble of it. Wait a couple hours, see how you feel. If you don't feel anything, eat another nibble. And you'll eventually, by the time you get to the end of that brownie, dude, you're going to find your dosage. Just, you know, but he's afraid to because he's heard, yeah. like, the negative connotations with it, you know? Like, oh, I don't know. And, like, I had to, like, tell him, too, like, he's heard all that. And at the same time, I'm like, dude, you got to be careful with that. And, he, it, and this is somebody advocating to him to use cannabis, yeah. and I'm telling him to be careful at the same time because, like, I don't want him to, like, eat the whole fucking brownie. I like, had a bad like, experience. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's not easy, man. You know, it's no, not no, easy it's not. educating people on it. Like it's at the not. end of the day, they got to be willing to take that leap. They have yep. to. And that's yeah, something you got to save their own soul. And it, we've been, the we've more been you made, force it on them. Yeah. It's not, we've been made anywhere. more skittish about talking about anything related to health. And that's, that's really disconcerting. I think yeah. it even bleeds down into this, this kind of basic thing, you know, like it does. talking about what, how, how to like, yeah, how to, uh, well, nobody, to nobody try, in this to country, something to not, not nobody, to cowboy, but to try something for your own health. Exactly. To know, and the, to know that it's safe to look into it and then try it, you know? Well, the problem, the problem with everything is that everyone, nobody wants to not trust their doctor, at least around here. Like that's, no, that's, that's the problem. Yeah. Like they, they, they just, it's like, they can't even verse, voice the idea that their possibility that their doctor might have an ulterior motive period. So like the idea that they could push you this medicine instead of pushing you this real medicine that's was here already when you're, when your ancestors were born, you know what I mean? Why push something like this that has the potential to do the same thing when you can make this company rich and, and give me a, a commission back from your visit here today? Thing, you know, like I actually truly believe this. Um, most doctors don't have that intent, right? To yeah. like, it's not their intent to line their pockets with the prescription no. kickbacks. That's just like in their mind, like what they've been taught in medical school. The only yeah. thing that can treat, cure, or prevent any disease is a drug. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. that's just what they're taught. Like, you know, natural medicine is voodoo type of shit. Yeah, to yeah. them, like, yeah, exactly. Are you, are you, are you even a real doctor though? At that point, like, are you without the ability Dude, to think outside don't of the box? That general physicians are like the Walmart of a doctor. Like, for lack really of, we use that term on our podcast a lot. Like, a general <laughs> physician, like your doctor that you go and get a physical for, because like they don't know a lot about any one particular subject. They know a little bit about everything. It's yeah, like a jack yeah. of all trades, master of none. Yeah. Um, just enough and, to get you to the specialist. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Like here, uh, go to my buddy to, to do this. So like in, in their mind, I don't believe that they're, that most of them anyway, don't have that intent to like hurt you and to like lead yeah. you down the wrong path. No. Um, but that's just the way it is. Like they were yeah. taught, uh, educated to feed you pills. And, yeah, you're right. You know, so the problem's much deeper. It's it's you know it's at the education system, dude. Like most people don't realize. Like, all right, um, my background in sales was actually selling nutritional supplements, vitamins. Right. Most people don't realize this, but like, vitamin C isn't regulated by the FDA. Centrum, like the most popular multiple vitamin in the world, is not regulated by the FDA. They only regulate drugs. 
and like food Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. so like now at the same time that being said like manufacturers they have to manufacture in in what's called an fda approved facility you know what i mean but like there's no like major oversight on that type of shit so like and it's like that for a reason right because then they can use that nothing can treat like if you look at a bottle of vitamins says it right on any vitamin vitamin c vitamin d you go pick up any brand of vitamin and it all has this disclaimer on it this is not intended to treat cure or prevent any disease because it's not a drug when you pick up your fucking whatever at wall at walgreens or cvs or whatever your your pharmacy is right like it doesn't say that in the bottle because it's a drug it was intended to treat and cure and prevent the disease or whatever. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's, totally. there's a conspiracy in this country to keep people sick. Oh yeah. That's yep. what I believe. hundred percent. And that's what it all dude. boils down yep. to. Um, yep. Like you're well, taking, that- like your, your parents are taking like what eight different prescriptions and like six of them are for the side effects from the other two. Yeah. Like that, yeah. like that's how, yeah, that too, like started, when, you're talk- when you're talking about <laughs> yeah. mass produced shit and you might have come across this when you were working in there but like the uh calcium if you go to walmart and get a calcium supplement that's made from like seashells and industrially extracted calcium stuff that is mm-hmm. less digestible to your body so that shit ends up in your joints and in your veins you know and you get like clogged arteries you get arthritis you get all this shit when your doctor mm-hmm. just tells you just take the calcium and just go get it from walgreens or wherever but it yeah. depends on taking the right kind of supplement and that there's no yep. education about None. that yeah, on like, a popular level. Uh, you, you know, know what most know. doctors will tell you if you need calcium? Eat Tums. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm serious. Yeah. Because That's there's crazy. calcium carbonate in it and you can get calcium intake from Tums. Here's yeah. the thing that most people don't realize about antacids. They actually ruin the, the like the the enzymes and like probiotics that you have in your gut. They kill that shit. Right. So yeah. then you end up having like digestive issues because you're eating every day you're eating t- Tums. You got to take a pill for that. <laughs> and then you got to take a pill for that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's never ending cycle. Never ending cycle. My doctor hates me. All right. Because he calls me the modern talking, <laughs> walking medical marvel. Every time I go in, I don't have high blood pressure. I'm overweight. I smoke cigarettes. Um, but I'm an active guy and I do eat a lot of good food. Um, yeah, so it's you like, get a good attitude uh, that, like, that, that that plays into it a lot. Yeah, he he's like, so what do you, he's like, it's gonna catch up to you. It's gonna catch up to you. It's gonna catch up to you. And I'm like, dude, it probably will. And I know, like, I've been losing weight here and there. You know, I'll I lose it, and then what I call find it comes back. Um, <laughs> so, so, like, but at the end of the day, I know that like being overweight isn't healthy, and I'm not like telling you like it is. But I'm just saying like, there's a there's like a like. Not every overweight person is unhealthy, you know. Like, right. there's a lot of like things you can do to to be healthier, you know. Yeah. Like, you almost wonder yeah. how much that how much the THC in your system is helping with the blood pressure and shit. I wonder. Oh, well, it's helping tremendously. It's when you smoke though initially, it. it actually raises your blood pressure. Most people don't realize that. Like when you mm-hmm. smoke initially, yeah. but um, yeah. I'm sure it all balances out. Like this, yeah. um, when I get like stressed, stressed out, I could feel my blood pressure. I'll get like fucking mad and shit. Like it happens. Yeah. But like every time I've gone to the doctor, it's acceptable. You know? Well, I'm going to tell you something else. Since we're on the medical, know, since we're talking a about weight. water a day, that, that, that probably helps. You know, I drink a, a lot of fucking yeah. water. That's great. Well, know? water definitely helps for sure. But like for me, oh, I, I was, drink water. 
Oh yeah, that's right. You drink, you drink water, <laughs> not water, <laughs> water. Um, but like me, like not that long ago, like early bird can tell you right now, I was 248 pounds, which that's as heavy as I ever was. You look you know? like about a buck 60, buck 70 now. It, it's a significant difference. I'm, I'm actually 180, 178, 180. I fluctuate. Sometimes I'm like 185 at the most, but yeah, it's, I'm where I'm supposed to be technically, but it's just like, I've, I could, you know, I could stand to lose a little bit more, but it, all I did, man, when I basically, once my first grow finished and I was just smoking all the time, you know, I get home, I smoke instead of drinking beer, the beer, the beer definitely helps like cutting that out. But I mean, I, I, I thought dropping that it was the consecutive smoking instead of eating mm. or, you know, it, does, it did the opposite for me. Instead of eating more, I actually ate less because I was relaxed. I guess I wasn't focused on what my hands were doing with the chips or what, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. And I, I've attributed it to that. I don't eat out as much too. So it's probably a mixture yeah. of the two. Yeah. But. The other thing too is like muscle weighs more than fat, right? So when people, I, I ask people to guess how much do you think I weigh? They're like, Oh, 300 pounds. Like, good guess. I'm 400 pounds. Yeah. I'm a strong motherfucker. I have a lot of muscle farm, under this frame. You have farm strength, man. Yeah, you know, like, uh, fuck yeah. You know, and I, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I play basketball. I'm athletic. I can bend down, touch my toes. I could throw a fucking kick over your head. I took karate for a long time. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not your average fat guy. I can move around. Like, my dad says, pound for pound, I'm the fastest man in the world. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> you know, so like you got to be active. You know, that's the thing. You sit around and eat fucking Doritos all day, you're gonna yeah. be a useless bag of shit. Oh, yeah. like you got to get up yeah. and move around. I'm yeah, yeah. All, always moving. I leave the house at six. I don't get home till fucking like this is early for me. Usually, I'm Dude, getting home it? about half hour before the podcast. So like I have my yeah. early days every now and then. So that's the thing too. Like when yeah. you're when you're active like that, your dopamine levels come up on a more regular basis instead of spiking up and down and up and down. So if you stay active, you keep a more regular level of dopamine, then you just kind of feel better overall. You know? Yeah. No, that's yeah. true. That, that don't that, chase I, I the totally dragon that much. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, I do gotta kind of uh, get going here in a few minutes. So just if you guys yeah, have man. any like, oh, you're good. You to wrap up. Um, no man, I'm not really hard on, but like I got like another five or so minutes, but uh, well, hey, um, how about you want to like kind of bring up? Hey, question, early bird, do you have, have anything? Sorry, what's that? Early bird, yeah, you got anything about what? Any questions? No, no, we were just <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't early birds on. what are you smoking tonight, brother? Yeah, dude, there you go, yeah, he's got that. He's got had, a lot of, had a lot of uh, interruptions here lately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I noticed you had to keep leaving. I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> Family life, I understand. Yep. yep. It took good. a while when I was doing the show, so I had to actually dude, I come up with this creative lock because I don't have a lock like on the inside of my, my door, like so anybody could just open it. I put a fucking sheetrock screw in the frame of the door and then I put like an eye hook, you like just screwed into the door itself with a carabina. So the carabina comes over the fucking the sheetrock screw. So when they try to open the door, just they ain't opening. That's my homemade lock. <laughs> I, I that shit up like that. Yeah, Genius. it's like, dude, I'm trying to fucking get shit done. Daddy's on a podcast. You know? <laughs> yeah. I only have one son, but uh, he usually he's usually pretty good about it. Um, sometimes the wife will actually try to interrupt me. Uh-oh. Oh yeah. 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 
But yeah. no, man. A little question about about Athena. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, about, about mixing versus uh, doing the um, the concentrate. I I did at least the stuff that I ordered anyway. I think it was the Pro line. I got blue, core bloom and grow, and it came in two pound bags. I'm sorry. Can you start over? I got a text message from somebody. Oh yeah, <laughs> no problem. No problem. No. So be, between uh, mixing the powder with your uh, solution and your res or whatever you're doing versus making the concentrate and measuring that out by milliliters. Do you think there's really any difference there? I just did the concentrate because um, they said comment. it on the package I got. Yeah, that's what they say. I've never done it that way. I don't right to me that doesn't seem easier. Because then I I'm guess, mixed, then I'm weighing, then I'm like I'm back to using liquid nutrients, which I fucking hate. <laughs> True. But for like, me I don't it, know, maybe it's maybe gotta, it's a mindset thing. I got this tool called the Newt Needle. That's basically like yeah, I yeah, I've seen them. It's a mass like, company, yeah. actually. I think they're out of Massachusetts. If I'm right on, mistaken. yeah, I I will endorse them. I mean, they didn't pay us or anything, but Newt Needle, they're great. Uh, it's basically Aren't a they long the ones with that other with the cool pH meter with the replaceable probe. Or am I thinking of somebody completely different? I don't know. I didn't see that. This company, their logo okay. is like a gecko. Yeah, but they. Okay. Uh, so uh, what I find it to be convenient anyway, because I just made three gallons because it says mix a two pound bag with one gallon of your water and okay. uh, so I, I mix that up in the vitamix to get it really blended you had mentioned that so that was what made me think of that and then uh, yeah just put that into a gallon and marked them you know core grow and bloom and then i use this newt needle so when i'm measuring out the reservoir i just get so many milliliters and if it's like 750 milliliters i just have a big measuring pyrex that i just pour it into and then just dump that in and i found that pretty okay simple. i guess at the end of the day it's not hard yeah. Uh, my so question, for, though, is like I've noticed like when you mix because I have to like mix it in water before I put it in like mm -hmm. there's only so much like it'll mix like you have to add more water because like it gets to a saturation point where it can't dissolve anymore. It's just like water's the solvent so, to get it. Go ahead. Yeah, so, so go far ahead. It, it, it has so far it hasn't for me. I've got these three gallons that have been sitting around for a few weeks now and uh, I've been watching. It hasn't precipitated at all. Stayed in solution in the, as a concentrate. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so I go by their chart and I tried to just make like, when you said it didn't matter necessarily, the, the EC, uh, kind of rang true for me. Cause I, when I look at their milliliter chart using the concentrate, uh, two EC, which I was just to hit to like, kind of start with, uh, was like 12 milliliters per gallon of core and then like 20 point something milliliters of, of, of grow. So I just figured 10 and 20. So it makes it really easy for myself. So if I have a 25 gallon res, I just measure out 250 of core, you know, and then uh, what is it? Uh, 500, which is, you know, like half a liter uh, of of uh, grow and then pour that in. It seems to work out pretty good. So I just go 10 and 20. It for probably the does I because I'm... I think that actually I'm unique in the way I do it. I think right by their directions, you're supposed to do it that way, right? Like, I don't know. That's that's what came on the yeah. box. So that's that's yes. yeah. yeah, they have they have it on the chart too. It's uh down I think it's where is it at? Oh, it's down at the bottom left, it looks like. Yeah. The uh where they talk about the stock tanks and stuff. I think that's kinda on the same if we use like larger amounts, I guess. I found it easier than mixing like whipping out the blender or trying to shake it up every time, at least but so far. But uh um I figure I'm hitting like one point nine something EC, you know, because I'm just below that. I just hit 10 and 20 of each to make it easy on myself, even though the chart is slightly different than that. But the plants are responding Look, at really well. At the end well of the day, it's whatever you know. works for you. Like, yeah. I'm not going to tell you that that's right or wrong because I actually, 
I think that I do it the wrong way according to how they want you to do it. Right on. Maybe. Like, I'm pretty sure they tell you, like, mix it in, like, for best results or whatever. I don't know. For me, it's just, in my mind, it's easier to just weigh out grams per gallon. Like, I yep. need to fill this reservoir. I, I mix. I, That's it. Like, that's for yep. me. I'm yep. not telling you it's the right way or the wrong way. Like, obviously, sure. it's not. There, it's neither. It's not the right or the wrong way. Um, yeah. It's my way. It's the way I do yeah. it. So you do it your yeah. way. At the end of the yeah. day, as long as you're. Um, their charts to me anyway seem to be pretty accurate as far as like what they expect at the end like your target EC it's always pretty close like close enough for me to not worry about it mm-hmm. so um, as long I as you're measuring there, my EC at all no I, yeah I don't either yeah. these days because I yeah. like I've mixed Athena so many times I know what the EC is going to be it's going to be like especially yeah. in in flower it's it's heavier I worry about the the pH like right yeah um, yep. so with um, with the balance, I I always like add that first because that's what you're supposed to. Do. You want to like because it's a silica product. Once so, you know yeah. how much to use, yeah, yeah. Once you know how much to use, exactly. Like you can add it last, and people are like, oh, you can't do that. It'll take your nutrients out of solution. I'm like, you're reading from a textbook. Yes, if you just like pour the whole thing in, you'll get crystallization and shit will fall out of solution. But if you dilute it with a shitload of water and add it slowly and mix it in, you can use it last. Now, write down how much you used so that you can add it first the next time. So you don't have to worry about crystallization and shit falling out of solution. Um, Yeah, because they even tell you in the direction that's how you use it. Like, why would they tell you? Like, they're not, you know what I mean? I'm sure they probably still get, because they're not really clear about that. I'm sure people just pour it right in undiluted and it's probably okay, I guess. I don't know, but I've, Do you, I, uh, I, like, I like what you that, say about how, like going my way, you know, like, and just kind of doing what works for you. Like I mix it, I use, cause my water pH is generally high. So I, I use uh general hydroponics pH with Athena. Dude, that's, that's what I use for pH it, now. Cool. Yeah. And it seems it sits fine. It doesn't really even drift that much. I get drift nope. over like a week, you know, but yeah. Yeah. I use the balance as my pH up. Right on. Um, Same here. Yeah, right here too. Yeah. So is that when you run yeah, a higher concentration, your initial pH comes down further? Yeah, so Got if you it. start okay. running heavy in bloom, if you run their heavy chart in bloom, depending on your water source, of course, you know your mileage may vary, but every, at least here in Massachusetts, everywhere I've grown, and even parts not in Massachusetts, if you push that heavy feed chart, you need pH up. It's too low. Right on. Right um, I got some blue. Unless you were doing pH. like hydro, like if you were doing straight hydroponics like DWC, you'd probably be right there because that's like a five six, five five okay. five six type of thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's where I it usually will sit for me after I'm done. I've had it even lower, like you know, mm. in like five two, and obviously the five two is no bueno. Um, yeah, I don't. I grow in cocoa. So I don't shoot for five eight like the textbooks tell you. I usually sit somewhere around six. Um, Same in veg. My mindset is five eight, six point I'm happy with that. Even six point two, I'll I'll live with. And then in flower, I can live with as high as six point four, and I'm not gonna cry about it. You know, um, yeah. Even six five at the end of the day, like if I dip my meter in there and it's six five, dude. I'm not getting the fucking pH down. It's gonna be <laughs> fine. They'll take in this shit. Fuck that. Because some people overthink this shit because that's what they read in a book. The book tells you you have to be at 5.8. That's the ideal range for cocoa and cannabis. Even fucking Dr. Coco will tell you that. Like, 
No, you don't have to be. The other thing is, if like your most people don't realize this, your plants will adapt. Like if that's what you're doing from the get go, that's what they're used to. That's what they're gonna. It's they're gonna take, and they're, yeah. they're gonna be fine. You Brought know? it like seven point eight before I really even. I don't doubt that it. PH was important. Yeah, and it did. And I made don't doubt it. And they've got you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, obviously they were small. They got lockout and all that kind of stuff happened. But people overthink this finish. shit. They, they yeah. really do. Um, I don't think growing weed is that is that hard. Growing good cannabis is a little harder. Obviously, there's more steps involved. You got to worry about environment and shit. But at the end of the day, I think people definitely overthink it. Like if yeah. if you're listening to this right now and you're having struggling, you're struggling growing, and you're like, you know what? I spent all this money on grow equipment. I can get it cheaper at the dispensary. Just step back and go right to the basics because there's no fucking way in hell unless you're paying like double the electricity of the average American. Is it not worth it to grow your own? There's just no way. Agreed. So just, just try to like learn, you know, do something yeah. like I shit on GH, right? But I'll tell you right now, if you're struggling, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go out to your fucking store and get some GH. And just follow the directions exactly like they tell you. And I guarantee you, you grow good weed. And it's going to be cheap. And it'll be easy. So, like, I'm not like an Athena shill. I get, dude, you know how many DMs I get all the time? You're an Athena shill. You're yeah. an Athena shill. Now, no, I have a you just enjoy what works. With, with Auto Pot. So I promote them, right? Yeah. But if you understand me and my integrity, I promote that product because I fucking wholeheartedly believe in it. It changed my life. Like, it They're really great, yeah. changed my life. Um, Athena, the same thing. I don't even have a coupon code with them, but I, I promote it because I love using it. It's like grown the best herb ever. Like it's up my game a hundred percent. Um, so yeah. And like any product that I mention, like, or, you know, at all, it's because I use it and I believe in it. And if yeah. I'm, it's my passion coming through exactly that, like, yeah. you know, yeah, that that's it. Like I don't shill anything. So y'all yeah. can go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> Right yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I anything that I talk about, I believe in it because it's a product that I use and it works for me. Yeah. I'm not telling you uh, you have to use it. Like I um I was talking to somebody in our Discord. He wanted help with the RDWC system. And we go over and he's like, Oh, I'm doing the math and this is gonna cost me a lot of money. Like I can just buy a pre built system. And I'm like, dude, why don't you just buy some auto system like like I, I cut my teeth with RDWC. I, I swore I'd never do any other way. But then once I discovered Cocoa, I switched to that. And then I discovered Auto Pots, and I'm like, it's fucking game over. Like, RDWC is a lot of work. You got to babysit that reservoir and make sure it's perfect at all times. You know, with yeah. Auto Pots, you, you don't. It's just simple. The plants feed themselves. I don't decide how much they get. You know, like, to Dude, me, it yeah. totally, doesn't totally seem any like easier. That. Yep. I'm, I'm with you 100% like when uh, it's it's about what's working for you like I, re I work a lot and I stay pretty busy and then I have other things going on and stuff too so I want to grow but I'm personally looking for a solution that lets me automate it as much as possible you know and yeah. so whatever drives towards that is cool and if I get time or if I get downtime then I'll try organics or KNF like I've got a bunch of fermented shit in the refrigerator right now like that stuff happens along with the other stuff but most of the time I end up being heads down and I can just kind of go check in on the room as it's going. So yeah, all that stuff, like do what works for you for sure. Dude. And if anybody wants help, like with automation, I can go over how to build 
a automated watering system that's not autopots like it's nice. not hard to plumb up something with like half inch poly tubing and fittings and some shutoff mm -hmm. valves and a submersible pump in a bucket and you have an automated watering system on a timer totally. yeah. exactly like, on a timer like yeah. or 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 you just have a tray and you buy one thing from autopot and that one thing is that easy to easy to grow easy to go that little yeah. flood tray one there's I mean, one that's... caveat to that method, and I, uh, yes. I, I just want to talk real quick because I actually got I got to get going in a couple minutes here. Yeah, um, yeah. If you do the tray method, I, I recommend that 100%, but put, like, some poly over it, like some of that black and white panda film, and, like, kind of, like, make, like, a sheet, like you're making a bed, make it nice and tight, and then cut little X's for your pots to go because there will be algae buildup in that from the yeah. light hitting. Once the canopy happens. fills it in, it's not a problem. But mm -hmm. you will run into algae issues, um, and that's I not tip. to tell you that that's going to hurt you at all. I don't know, but it can't be good. Like, yeah, it, you're introducing an, another variable into the into the whole thing. You know, like I yeah, can't. That's be true. Good, so that's true. That's the, but yeah. But all right, buddy. Well, look, we'll go ahead. Oh, oh Rudy's running off. That was an Irish oh. goodbye. Okay, there he is. We appreciate you coming on tonight, Monster. We know you got. Yeah, I had a lot of fun, obviously, man. But how long we go here? A couple hours. Damn. That's long yeah, we did pretty good. Cultivation conversation. Yeah, it's a fucking marathon. Listeners who made it this far get a medal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sign up for their yeah. Patreon, or so you can get some free yes. slur cunts. Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah, go get you some. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Is, so, yeah, uh, monster. Let, uh, tell listeners like, uh, how can they find your Patreon? Patreon can be a little weird sometimes. Yeah. So you could, uh, easiest way I just tell people is just go to my website, cultivationconversation.com. Very simple. Just like it sounds, cultivationconversation.com, no periods in between. And if you click on the tab, you'll see, you know, Patreon merch, all that stuff. Um, you can find me on Instagram. I am the Royal Green Monster. Um, feel free to hit me up with any questions. I don't mind helping people. Like I said, just do a little research on your own. That's all. Um, and I, I love helping people, too. That's just my passion. Like, I enjoy it. Yeah, I make a living right. doing it. And I do, you know, consultations and stuff like that. But... Um, at the end of the day, I still like to help people for free. So Hell if yeah. I can, Damn if I right, have the man. time. That's a, solid that's dude. Yeah. <laughs> He's a I, solid I, dude you know, right here. I, I didn't mind coming on, dude, because you guys got a good show. You, you're, I don't like like the scripted format. Like, you know, you didn't ask me like your run of the mill generic questions. So no, just let it flow, man. Just yeah, let it flow. That's how it should be, dude. Anybody that wants to start a podcast, I'm going to tell you right now, you can do it. Um, and just do what we're doing. Have a conversation, yeah. chill. Yeah, there's four million. There's four million right now. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? What's yeah. the worst that I, could happen? My hesitation yeah. at first was like, oh, the market saturated with cannabis podcasts. Okay, um, but then we did it. Like me and Captain both taught had said had passion. Like, hey, uh, yeah, I had thought about doing a podcast. As a matter of fact, if you look, there's a real green monster podcast out there that I never started. That I, I just <laughs> really? like, yeah, yeah it's just one of those things like it just never went i never followed through with it and then captain had hit me up um he's like hey you want to do a podcast together and i'm like fuck yeah dude you know what doing it together with somebody else like carrying a show by yourself dude that that's why i give rasta k um yeah dude i'm terrible with names is it the grow corner yep yeah the grow corner mm -hmm. okay yeah yeah like he carries the show by himself. I know he has guests and stuff, but that's not easy to do. 
So no. uh, and shout out Rasta K, man. That's a that's yeah, a great podcast. Yeah, the Grow Corner. He's a, he's a really he's a, good dude too. Um, yeah, I think I think he's a Patreon supporter as well. I think he, yeah. So there's a uh, I there's great podcast. Been so much support from all you guys. It's it's awesome. We have a lot of fucking cool fans and uh, the community we've built over in Discord. It's it's fun. There's a lot of hell yeah, a lot of cool people. If you jump over on there and I bust your balls, it means I like you. <laughs> exactly that's how it works man <laughs> oh, i'm a big ball buster i'm a big ball buster hey. so feel free to bust my balls i can say hell it. yeah right on. you know it you know it oh man well look thanks for coming on bud and no problem. Um, this has been real guys I, i'll uh love to do it again yeah. another time i'll uh tell captain i hope you tell captain uh, thanks for letting us uh have you for this long oh, <laughs> dude, my daddy i come on do whatever i want <laughs> no you got let's see you've only got dude, it's before you get you gotta go eat something, yeah, man. Yeah, okay. nah, yeah. I gotta go take my dog out. That's the biggest okay. thing. Okay. All right. Well, we Listen, appreciate having. Much you. love to you guys. I had fun. We'll do this again. See you, dude. Thanks. Man. Thank you. Be Thank safe. You guys. Later. Peace. Thank you for listening to Crafting Cannabis. Follow us on Instagram at Crafting Cannabis Podcast, or visit our website at craftingcannabispodcast.com.